<laughs> important fucking people and shit. Yeah. I do not feel good. What, are you recording? Yeah, you didn't hear the oh, metronome? No, I didn't hear the metronome, did you? I, I didn't hear the metronome. Oh, well, we're recording, I guess. This is episode... One, 147. 142. 147? 142. He, he lost five episodes. <laughs> did you take a brain a brain injury? Did you take a uh, brain injury? Did he take injury? a brain injury? Like, did he take one on? So, hold on. You phrased me yes. having a brain mm-hmm. injury mm-hmm. wrong, and yes. then in an attempt to shame me. No, no. I phrased it correctly I that didn't. to prove that you're I wrong. I, I don't take... You don't take on... Yeah, you can. It's like you take on a leg injury. It's, a, you, it's something you took on. They will absolutely it's say that. something that you took on? Yeah. They literally no. said when Jacare got his arm broken, he took on the arm bar and had his arm broken. He took on the arm bar, it not the on, broken arm. Took on can imply multiple layers of things. No, but you... Hold on. So you took on a brain this injury. Is, this is it's what, okay. This is, what, okay. this is what you just said. Jacare took on an arm bar. Yes. He didn't take on a broken arm. But it, the application of it can be done in multiple ways. They've mo- absolutely said he took on a brain right. injury. Right. It's something that happens. This you is literally the stupidest injury. fucking thing we've argued about. <laughs> no, it's not. Actually, it's very me, true. It's, it's not. It doesn't even break the top to be 30. Honest, it's actually tame. Yeah. All that, things it, considering. Us all, arguing about grammar. You think, you think that was stupid? Yes. We've had way dumber conversations in the last 24 Wait, hours. Did the, uh, Which did one? The sound not play through. No, I didn't hear a single sound. Damn it. All right, you fucked up. You fucked up. Why? I hear your on? headphones going off. Is it a whole new track? Whole no, 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 no. We, I stopped it when I realized that I broke it. How did you break it? I don't know. What broke? Everything. What? So, okay, at least he recognizes something broke. Yeah. And at least <laughs> at least he can do it because I could barely get the fucking you, theme song. You were panicking about it. I'm like, dude, relax. He was like, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to fuck it up. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I, yeah. might, I might not even edit out the spot. Like, it's just going to no. be talking about one thing, and then it's going to cut to, to I, this. I prefer if you didn't edit it out anyway. All right, fair enough. Um, Josh, how was your week? Uh, it was solid. You know, normal. I didn't even get regular. to finish. Oh, I, I, he, he, <laughs> blamed him. he broke it. I broke it. That, okay. that, that was an unintentional so interrupt. So, your parents went away. No, yeah, parents went away, so uh, I had to... Um, I had to basically be boss, like, like half boss man, half grunt at work. Uh, I had to take care of the house, had to take care of the dog, had to take care of my own shit. All on top of that, um, uh, I don't want to say, I guess so. Uh, kind of seeing someone at the moment. Yes. Which is which pretty is, cool. Which is cool. Definitely um, and, cool. And she's already, she's already indoctrinated to the, uh, to the rule of fuck Justin. Uh, well, it's, it's well, a, fuck Justin. It's yeah. a life rule that most people should abide by. Fuck Justin. And, it, and now you need to, eventually you're going to have to like, um, uh, put her into the church of your. So, okay. I'm so happy you just said that. I dropped that joke on her. I dropped the you because we were talking about something. We're at the house and uh, well, we're at her uh, we're at her house and we're like hanging Whose out. Whose house were you at? Your. <laughs> we're, so we're we're at her house and she asked me. She's like, uh, 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 it's like uh, who's playing? Like it was like because a baseball game tonight. She goes, did, your fa- did you just freeze and we're like, no, no, no. So I'm laying down like like I'm like leaning on her and I'm like watching TV and she goes, so who's playing? And I just instinct, I just said you're. And she looked at me and goes, what are you talking about? I go, that's a long story. We don't have time for this right. But just now. trust me, the answer to any time someone says who's. It's, it's, your. Al- it's always your. It's your, and it's never wrong. I also told her, I'm like, th- that's probably the oldest inside joke me and my friends have. I would say at this point, it's either that or the. I think the Colucci yeah, being well, a, a virgin, well, gay virgin, you, you, it, 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 it you eclipses s- it slightly. You started that 2010. 
I was in, I was eight, just, just, just to put a, Oh my God, we're in decade two of dude, Colucci's virgi- gay virginity. Just to put, a, just to put a, 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 a time frame on this. I was in high school when that started. I'm about, I, I turned 30 this year. Okay, so yeah. it's 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 been quite some fucking and time. turned fifty, and he's still a gay virgin. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, not that there's anything wrong with that. We still love and appreciate him. We're going to see him on Saturday. We appreciate him. Re- we we never we see. I guess so because at one point we did appreciate him. The, then we the, stopped. There, the, so, there, so we have to reappreciate. There, there was a point. There was a factual period of time where he was boys. Facts. Yeah, we yeah. all can say that because you know he was in Josh's wedding. Yeah, Josh, comment. It's true. No, I, I, again, no, he was. I'm not. He was. I'm not making a joke were, about were, it. Were you? No. <laughs> and it's entirely my fault. No, it's not. Somebody it's, else's it's, fault. It's another party's fault. I, but listen, it was your I'm, fault for being involved with the other party. Your, listen, your entanglement. Just, <laughs> I don't know, but somebody might have warned you. <laughs> Someone might have told you no. <laughs> at, it wasn't even a warning. It was at, a stern no. I think I think the best the best part of that whole thing of uh, that whole thing happening was I guess uh, just uh, Josh and I j- I dated Josh's sister yeah. and uh, Josh and, and and you dated Josh. I, I would have preferred to date Josh. <laughs> yeah, true. But, I would have preferred to. <laughs> right? But so... I prefer to watch it. The whole way that happened was... Uh, honestly, like, she was, like, messaging me on Facebook, and I'm like, hmm, like, no, th- like, like, this is, like, one of my really good friends. I'm not going to do it. And then Josh t- tells me no. So I'm like, all right, and I'm like, go on. a Devil's Game. Because so I remember... She, she asked... Hold on. She asked me... She, like, really came on to me hard at a Devil's Game, and I show Bob, and I'm, I'm not answering. I show Bob. I go, dude, I really don't know what to do. I think it was and Bob then, that texted me and said, yo, this just happened, and I said, uh-oh. So hold on, wait. <laughs> So we sit down. It was you, me, Bob, and Greg at IZOD watching a, a Devil's game. And Bob just turns around and goes, hey, uh, Josh, how would you feel if Micah was like your brother-in-law? <laughs> and he looks at me and goes, what did you do? It was your first instinct. He's like, are you fucking actually, Nick? Actually, no. No, <laughs> no he, goes, he goes, what did you do? And he pulls his phone out and goes, I'm going to fucking yell at her. But anyway. Now, so, you, yeah, now you do a lot of that now still. It's True. No, but listen. Everything's fine. You live and you learn. I'm just that was a funny way of Bob to break it to somebody in in general. So I, I was about, I, I'm going to pivot quickly because we just talked about wedding parties. Colucci, we're going to see him this weekend, right? Yeah, we because we have a wedding. We have our fr- our friend Greg's wedding. Um, That'd actually be a lot of fun. I can't wait for that. Um, I'm excited because our audio engineer oh, yeah, 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 is yeah. is taking on a challenge. Yes, yes, I um, am. Uh, by his own doing, that he thinks he can keep up with. Um, we'll call him the fourth Mike of you watch. I listen, Michael Manfredonia. Big sure. facts. Now, here's the the big differences between. Uh, I'm going to explain to people. So, Josh, how tall are you? Five eleven, five ten. Five eleven. Okay, how much do you weigh? Two fifty, two sixty. Two seventy. Two seventy. Okay, Manfro is six three, six mm-hmm. four. He's probably. 290 he's a big dude and he drinks a lot so i told you that his casual drinking is like your moderate to heavy drinking right and you said okay and so then manfro had the idea of let's make this like the gang beats box all right so he's gonna wear a white undershirt or guinea tea mm-hmm. you also are going to wear a white undershirt or guinea yes, tea I am. now mind you if neither of you wear that i will write on your bare skin that's fine okay and then when you lose it's absolutely going on your forehead <laughs> one way or the other so 
I, I'm, I, I really wish fucking Bob and Quaz would stop being cocksuckers and just watch the fucking episode. I can't watch out of turn. It's Always Sunny is one of the few shows where you can. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's one of those things where I've just really just stopped wasting my time. To try and tell them to watch anything that's good until yeah. they decide to watch it on their own two years from now and they say, oh, dude, you're right. It's pretty good. I, I just I just stopped answering after a while. It, it's Bob is fine. Bob, Bob's, Bob's fine. Bob's Bob's Bob gets to it eventually. Quaz is just defiant and a jerk for no well, reason. Well, Quaz is convinced that if like every one of his friends around him like something that it means that it's not good like the first case point i can think of with him doing that was the revenant i went I'm still so, mad about greg that. and i went and saw the revenant the night it came out we're like dude it's awesome you got to go see i think you went and saw it a couple I, days yeah, later you saw it eventually you. josh yep. everyone did and quasi like there's no way it's good like we all told you it's good shut the fuck up I like, mean, it's no way it's good it's the first time leo actually won an academy yeah, award yeah and it. It, i still think it's i don't even think it's his best performance but he it's was the there. best that year it's, it's but he you just had to be difficult for the sake of being difficult yeah. and bob does that a little bit too he's just like he has to have like he's like he needs the candles lit. He needs his nipples pinched. He needs the the, the shades down. And then he's going to watch the fourth movie in a series that he's already seen the first three of. He just had, well, that, to be fair, that's you too, Josh. Oh, wait, no, wait, wait, what's, what, 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 what? I bet, like, he needs the circumstances to be perfect to watch something that he wanted to watch or wants to watch, but just hasn't. But instead, he'll watch Selena. Fucking Selena. It, there's a it's few fucking, of these. I don't know why people are shitting on it. It's pretty good. It's wait, fucking. Wait. Hold on. It's the same. It's the same thing when I said oh, Brandon the first time. Brandon Schaub's stand-up isn't that bad. It, it, and then I watched it again, and it turned out to be, in fact, it's, that it's bad. It's horrible. It's I'm garbage. not watching this again, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll never fucking know that. Right, what? Well. No, you're, not watching, you're not watching that ever, Brandon Schaub's? No, Selena. I'm not oh, going to watch it no. twice to let so, you know but if, like, I, if this There's a few of these. We obviously have had conversations on the show about The Last Dance, but I still, it blows my mind that you haven't watched Greenland yet, when that was like, you're about it. No, that, that's like, you're a disaster. Like, you're like one you're of us. Like, you're fucking up. Like, you're a disaster Google movie. one of us. You're a disaster movie guy. This is easily the best. And you like Gerard Butler. This is the best. Butler and I don't like Gerard Butler except and I love in this movie. Except in Gamer. Gamer's awful. Ga yeah, Nobody Citizen likes good Gamer. Gamer. I don't the like, first I read, five... You know, I, I've only seen three Gerard Butler movies. <laughs> what are they? 300 and the first two Olympus Has Fallen. Because I, the, I did well, watch you haven't seen the third I one yet? I haven't yet? seen London, no. All Wait, no, of them are... the second one. The third one is... Uh, Angel Has Fallen. Yeah. Angel Has Fallen. Bro, all three of them are fucking great. Do you remember when we watched the first one of that fucking rogue pizza night at Best Buy that Greg threw? Yeah, it was... So it was our friend Russ's last night, and... I, he he's like he's like yeah fuck it like they're doing uh, they're, uh, the project team's doing something so I gotta stay here till like midnight and uh, all of HBG decided to stay it was like me Bob you Russ and we end, dude we got popcorn pizza and we watched Olympus Has Fallen on this crazy fucking 4K at the time and we were mad new. about it because Greg was like oh this is the only movie we have that's in 4K we're like we don't want to watch Gerard Butler like, this movie's gonna fucking suck and about 20 minutes in I look at Greg and I'm like fuck you this is awesome I'm trying to think like so you've only seen the first two Olympus movies yeah. and 300 from Gerard Butler I, yeah. I, I've seen what's that uh, he he was like that matchmaker with Kathleen Heigl that movie was I, horrible the I ugly, saw that the ugly truth yeah it I saw so that bad. that was bad I saw Gamer was bad. Law-abiding citizen Bro, wasn't good. No, fuck you. Law-abiding citizen rules, dude. I, I, that was, I love This that was movie. in the transition period where I really hated anything Jamie Foxx did. Because he comes... Like, well, it was the Ray. It was like he was still thinking dude, he was I Ray. Just, someone posted it. I forgot about this. It was some award show where he was present. It was like two years after Ray. He's up there with sunglasses on and he's going like this. Well, it's, I, I think the worst dude. was... Well, it was the same thing. Like I, Again, at an award show, just like, oh, there's a piano, and he walks up to it, and he plays the opening riff, and he goes, ja, ja. Like, he, again, he, he was Ray He convinced for like people years. for years that he was actually singing in Ray, which pissed me off. I mean, listen, 
Jamie is super talented. Oh, yeah. And but it's funny you mentioned Jamie. He was in the other one, White House Down, with fucking Shane oh. Tatum was garbage. But, like, so I... Here's Get the off thing. my he's, he, he's definitely what? super talented, and, like, he can sing, but he doesn't go as low as Ray Charles does. He has a high-pitched no, voice. I, I, right. And then, like, but people were like... I had arguments with people, where it was better, Walk the Line or Ray. I'm like, Walk the Line was better. Because, well, I'm like, for me, I'm watching Joaquin and Reese Witherspoon are actually fucking singing. Of course. They, they, he learned to play guitar. She learned to play her fucking instruments. Don't tell... Listen... Ray's a good movie. He's great in Ray. I fucking love Walk the Line. Walk the Line is so fucking good. And to think that, like, Joaquin didn't win for that. It took him forever to win. He should have won for Gladiator. He probably should have won for Walk the Line. He didn't win for Gladiator. No, he didn't. That doesn't make any sense. No, well, he who, doesn't. Well, who else was up well, there? I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, that's surprising. It's, it's, but, uh, no, did Russell Crowe win that year? Russell Crowe did. No, he, no dude, he, there's no way. I, I think Gladiator won Best Picture, but I don't think anybody think won for I, acting. No, he... He won for either a beautiful mind or gladiator. Um, I don't remember which one it was. It was back to back years though, because it was. Um, I think he won for a beautiful mind, not gladiator. That's which, that's what I'm saying. No, he, no, he won for gladiator. It was for gladiator. Okay, yeah. he lost for a beautiful mind. Um, Jennifer Connelly won for a beautiful mind, I think. Um, but uh, you know, gladiator. They, they've been talking. I don't want them to make a fucking prequel or anything. Like, Just leave I, it alone. It's fucking. It perfect. doesn't need to. Like, I've already seen Ridley Scott try to go back into one of his franchises in um, Prometheus what, Alien? And, and Alien Covenant. I I, I like I like both of those. Movies. Did you ever? Alien Covenant was awesome. I like both of them a lot. But there is a um, a fan made version of Prometheus out there, and what they did was they took all the deleted scenes, the alternate opening, and the alternate ending from the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. and they made a super cut of the movie so it plays more like a traditional alien prequel rather okay. than that's my biggest issue with Prometheus is that it was like hinted at that it's related to alien and then they kind of I felt they force fed the xenomorph in at the it, end it, it, oh, this is, is going to make you mad because I know you hate this movie what is it uh, Joaquin lost that year to Benicio Del Toro for Traffic Traffic no, was awesome. No, I don't hate traffic. No. I hate crash. Crash is the oh, one. Crash right. traffic, right. traffic, traffic, traffic is a Same really no, traffic's tra- a really good movie. Traffic yeah. was great because it's like, dude, Eric Foreman's like there's, doing heroin. There's a scene in that movie that is so wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. Crash, I fucking hated. Right, crash gonna, is I'm detestable. Gonna, I'm gonna have to watch traffic because I always just. A lot of people did. A lot of people did. In my mind, they're the same movie, even though. No. Well, see, see, what's funny. If you say crash for some reason, I think of speed. I think of Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> into me? Yeah, crash into me. So, no. um, I'll always watch Speed. If Speed's on, I'm watching Speed's fucking Speed. Great. Yeah, I'm not watching Speed 2 Cruise Control because it's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. A total waste of Willem Dafoe. Or, Will, sorry, William Dafoe. That was one time I said Dude, it. I, we should make a movie. I'm going to make a movie poster, Josh. Betty Midler. William Defoe, we're gonna smell it like that. And, and, and <laughs> a law-abiding year. And, 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 <laughs> and thinking that Selena Vega was in Vanilla Sky. Yeah, it was Pet Penelope Cruz. Oops. Yeah, it's a Selena Vega, Penelope Cruz. Just because they're attractive Hispanic women. Oh, Penelope Cruz is so fucking cute in that movie. Yeah. You, you know what she's really good in? What's the uh, what the fucking set the Savages movie, which was basically like the Savages. Uh, no, it was like the two guys like like uh, they ran with like the Mexican cartel and and uh, wasn't that called Penel- Savages? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. Was that, okay. <laughs> that's why I said Savages. Movie. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But yes, I say I saw that. That and then he's got that blonde chick in it. That's uh, yeah. That was a cool movie. That one I thought it was going to be terrible. I'm like, oh, this was fun. You know what it was? You remember that game Army of Two back in the day? Hell yes, Dude, Army of Two that, was awesome. Bro, that's all Savages was. Yeah, Army dude. I remember that was like one of the first games on 360 where it, with the co-op was like heavily, heavily involved. Yeah, man. And then Gears of War kind of changed all that, yep. and um, uh, obviously Halo Three. But um, I'm trying to think of it. Uh, so I'm excited for Greg's wedding Saturday. We're doing the gang, uh, the the Josh Beats Manfro. 
um, challenge that I'm going to keep an eye on you. What are we drinking? Are we drinking beers? Are we drinking? You, no, it's no, gonna, no, no, it's going to be beers. You're going to be drinking Budweiser's just like no, Manfro. Le, no, let me, let me rephrase here. I agree with that portion of it, but your word was mm-hmm. I'm going to keep up with Manfro. So I have to drink everything that Manfro drinks. Or the equivalent of. Okay. So if he goes and has a shot of Jameson, you're chugging two White Claws. Chugging. Okay. okay. Or I could just have a shot of Jameson. You could do that, too, if you want. I'm just saying, but that's like the, what I mean by equivalent. Right. So for a, you, you're keeping up. Okay. So I'm going to mark these. Richie's going to be keeping an eye. Like, this is where this wedding is going to be dangerous because now I get to be involved with, like, the, the coordination of shenanigans. <laughs> and I'm, so, I'm going to be sober besides, you know, medicine. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to be pretty sober. Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smoke. Are we going to uh, make Greg mad? We might. <laughs> listen, listen, no, we, he can't get mad when I, he was encouraging Manfro spitting into Richie's mouth. Right. Like, and this was, I, I think, I feel like everyone, because I got a text from, text from a few people after the wedding where they were like, can you let me know if there's any like COVID cases from the wedding? Because now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I was like, oh, you mean the one kid that was spitting into the other kid's mouth was a little not COVID friendly? And now I think everyone even more is going to be like, oh, we don't got to worry about shit. Like, I'm not, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm vaccinated. You're vaccinated. You're vaccinated. I think most of us are at this point. Except for Bob. Bob yeah. Bob's going to sit Bob up. Stinks. Bob's going to Bob's gonna sit on the last row in left field by himself at the game. <laughs> he actually might have to. Like, I, honestly. Um, so Manfred texted and, and Marcus me. Other, too. He texted me the other day and he's like, are you vaccinated? I said, yeah. He's like, so I was just at Walgreens and I was just getting a drink and checking out. And they go, do you want a vaccine? And he said, okay. And he went to the back and got his vaccine. Like, that's how easy it is what to is get him now. Yeah. Manfro. He just went to Walgreens and got Which one. Which one did he day. get? Uh, Walgreens is J&J. No, I well, go nowhere near that. Well, one. no, this is the thing with the J and J. Like, if I, if that was the one I had to get, I wouldn't care because the, I would. Why? It's it, you. If yeah, even if you Glaber, get it, Glaber was out for like five fucking days. I don't care. Listen, I I, I I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about a twenty two year old kid in, in the prime of his life that's also a peak fucking athlete. I'm talking about regular people. But, right? but, but no, peak athletes worse in a lot of cases. Yeah, yeah but, dude. Yeah, some but, of them. But no. But, the, the, but you understand what I'm trying to tell you, right? I will gladly wait an extra week and drive a forty five minutes. To get a Pfizer or a Moderna for that extra twenty percent of efficiency, I tend to agree. Like, I, if I had to prefer, but if my only option is J and J, because listen, you can still get COVID with the Moderna and the Pfizer. The whole point of them know that, is that yes, you won't get hospitalized, I know that, and the yeah. rate of transmission is lower. The, the shit with the Yankees, I'm almost convinced that they were lying about some people actually getting vaccinated Probably. because they were the first, one of the first two teams that hit the eighty five percent threshold and they didn't have to wear masks anymore. Um, speaking of which, let's well, this is like a weird. This is like. A like a weird thing like with HIPAA laws too like as far as like a- yeah, a- a- yeah. I mean like e- even before COVID like with athletes and diagnosing um, su- serious injuries like re- like really you're not supposed to no and even coaches there, there was a when Adam Gase was the um, the Dolphins head coach there was uh, Tannehill was being sat out for some reason and Gase goes up there he's like I can't really say uh, HIPAA and everyone's like this fucking guy just tell us he can't uh, tell us why the quarterback's out because of HIPAA <laughs> and apparently it was because it was something beyond like the physical injuries yep um, it was when he was uh, pissing blood, I believe, from getting his ass kicked. Yeah, so um, he probably had fucked up kids. Yeah, um, but uh, you know, it's I, like the bills are going to legitimately sell a hundred percent of the building, but turn people away that aren't vaccinated. Even if they bought tickets, they'll refund you. Um, and they apparently have the right to, which I was like, it seems a little weird, but it comes into Josh and I were talking about it, the, the no shoes, no shirt, no service kind of thing. I don't agree with it, but I, if a business wants to operate, I, I, I'm always going to defend the business to make their own decisions. I don't have to agree with them. I just don't give you my business. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know. Like, what's up? It's happening again. What is? Oh, God. Uh, oof. Yeah, well. 
Yep. Let it keep happening. Is that uh, is that someone? Uh, it's someone we know. Yeah. Um, is she, is she still claiming to be sober? Yep. I mean, it's, everything's fine. <laughs> We're not far off from just full blown nudity on the IG story soon I know, again. Right? I mean, listen. I follow enough whore accounts. <laughs> like, the amount of whore accounts I follow between Instagram and Twitter, I, I should be ashamed of, but I very openly admit to them, so that's, you can't have actual shame. I'm not like yeah. some people. Yeah, like, uh, we don't go and like the pictures yeah, on the whore I, accounts. Yeah, I make a very, like some people. a very specific point not who? to... Uh, dude, who, who, who likes the, the, the weird tweets and tweets weird threads with bad grammar? Oh yeah. yeah! Come on, like, Sorry. why are you liking the tweet of the sixteen-year-old? Like, stop it! Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, oh. I still I watch fucking that video of Kevin Pillar getting beamed like fucking twenty times, and just when he hits the ground and you see him lift up and blood is just pouring out. I've never seen them have to spend more time delaying the game to clean up blood bro, in a baseball bro, game. Bro, did you see what he looked like? Oh, dude, and he went in to say, yeah, he went in saying he wanted to play today. He, he literally <laughs> it's told the second time he's got hit in the face with a pitch in his life. He literally nice. told Rojas, he goes, if I could see better today, I'd be fighting you to get the, in the no, lineup. He said the, he said the Braves manager texted him, oh, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. said, if I could see out of my right eye, I'd be in the lineup. I'd be in the lineup today. He actually it's a very weird lineup today. Uh, dude, it's bizarre. It was so funny because yesterday you were texting me about that, like, they're not that high because, like, uh, bad big league at-bats could fuck up that Khalil, that Khalil sure, league sure. really, really for bad, sure. especially because he's, like, a kid. Mm -hmm. And then the very next day, he's starting in right field. Yeah. But, like, but you the injuries but are crazy. We don't have any other choice. Well, they, they made a trade today. Yeah, I know. Um, I, I'm, not, I'm not stoked on it. I was. I would have much rather went after. Up, they didn't give up anything. It was, but, like, they, what? What did they? they the cash consideration? Yeah, which for Cameron Mabin, who is a really good outfielder, um, he had a 628 OPS last year, which is pretty good. Um, he, he's a 14-year he's a vet. When he was on the Yankees a couple years ago, Cameron Mabin played really well. Yeah, he did. He's a, it's funny because he was supposed to be, like, one of the guys in baseball for a while. Like, he was viewed as this, like, top prospect, five-tool player, and he just never fully panned out. But he kind of um, morphed into, like, a utility role very, very well. Um, so he's going to give you better at-bats than Khalil Lewell right now. Yes. Like, this is the thing. I want to see this kid, but it's not even like he's our top prospect. He's our seventh-ranked prospect. No, I, I would rather see uh, Mauricio come up at some that point. That one, I I'm, I'm, I want to see Alvarez. I want to see the catcher. Well, dude, he's, what, he's 19. <laughs> he's 19, and he is, he's the, one of Animal. only two people in his uh, in double-A that has more walks and strikeouts, I, I, which is really cool. I, I Actually, to be honest with you, I really want to see Brett Beatty, even though when I after you told me a couple months ago, I was like, dude, he's going to get traded. Yeah, I think he's he's the perfect piece to trade. If you, But you better be trading for a guy that has control. Um, unless he advances quickly and you're like, oh, we got our guy. And who knows? Dude, legitimately, if Tim Tebow was still on the roster, he might be on the major league team right now with the yeah. amount of injuries they have the outfield, which with the, the, the team in general, which is crazy. Because now it's not even just, I, I talked to you about how much their depth, how good their depth was. And, you know, we're talking bench mob. And then the bench mob is starting. And now the bench mob is hurt. So you got p bench players for the bench mob. It literally, like the lineup today, I was like, this is a really weird lineup. Yeah, like, I was it's your most speed-heavy lineup for sure, which is an interesting dynamic. But I, you know, what's so funny? Like when they were on the seven-game winning streak, they weren't really hitting home runs. And what happens this weekend in Tampa? They start hitting home runs and they're losing. And they're losing. It's it's ridiculous, dude. I couldn't believe that stat today. That seventy percent of the Yankees' home runs they've hit this year have been solo shots. 
That's fucking crazy. When did baseball stop being a station-to-station game? I it's, I don't know. It's the same thing with the NBA and the three-point shot, man. It, listen, the home run sells, but what? But the but on the other side of that, and I move the fucking mound back at this point. Teams are striking out too much. I just I'm saying, just for the sake of just getting more offense on the field, move it back. I understand. I fucking hate it. Just do it and just get it. Put it. Put me out of my fucking misery because we would rather put the pitchers at more of a disadvantage than have than encourage our batters to get better. That well, part I mean, fucking we, annoys me. We did me. this once after we lowered uh, the mound right, after I know Bob that. Gibson season. Um, and I, but it's just crazy to me that your in your your idea is to move the mound back when one of the biggest problems in baseball, the epidemic we were talking about in baseball before the strikeouts became crazy and the length of game was pitching injuries. And somehow moving the in, the mound back isn't going to create more injuries because now they're talking about they're so used to the ball breaking at a certain point, right? We study like they're breaking. Uh, dude, two inches makes a difference. You want to move it a fucking foot? Like it, it's it's crazy. Half so foot. To a half foot, two inches is but too much. But it doesn't much. matter. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, that much of a, a, a inch makes a difference. All that stuff does. That's why pitchers line up on certain sides of the of the rubber yes. because it, their the depth of their pitches is different based on where they're throwing. So that, from. Well, that's why when you watch, I always look at Degrom or I look at Syndergaard specifically. But Degrom is always his right foot is yeah. on, he's on the left side of the rubber, but his right foot is on. Yeah. And the way he comes off and his his foot hits the middle and he pushes off. I noticed something interesting, and this is why I love Gary Keith and Ron so fucking much. During that Rays game, they're like, you know, the rule is as a pitcher, you're supposed to be on the rubber when you release yep, the ball. Correct. But then when they show the side-by-side of glass, of glass now, and I forget who, who, who was pitching that day. It might have been Lucchese. who doesn't matter. And they're like a foot off Friday the was Peterson. Fr- Peterson. Peterson, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. And it's a foot off, yeah, because they fucking ruined a great gutsy start from him. And they're a foot off the rubber. Yep. And literally the guy goes... And Gary looks at him and goes, yeah, well, everybody does it. Yeah, it's true. I mean, and it doesn't matter there, there's now. other things, too. When you look at a guy like Syndergaard, what makes him so interesting is how tall he is. Six, six. His, his release point is it, he's so much closer to the mound when he lets go. So his 100-mile-per-hour fastball looks more like 110. Yeah. That's why Randy Johnson being six fucking ten on the mound and John Roush and even Mike Pelfrey, who didn't throw 96, it looked like he was because he was six seven and throwing right, da- right at you. Even Trevor Hoffman being six ten. Yeah, it's. I mean, the, I think the tallest pitcher ever was John Roush, who was six eleven. Yeah, and he got punked by Matt Harvey during his rookie. He tried punking Matt Harvey, and Matt Harvey got in his face, which I respected because he 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 took like Harvey's shit and threw it in an ice bucket, which I don't mind rookie hazing, but like it has to be like a team thing. Like yeah. you make him dress up fucking stupid. Like the Mets got in trouble a couple years ago because they had the rookies dress up like in skirts, and it was obviously being transphobic. Um, so they got in trouble for that. But the rookie hazing, you carry the bags. That's normal. But like ruining someone's property is being a no, dickhead. That's not even that's not even hazing. If if I'm being honest, like that more that is more in pro wrestling terms. That's paying your dues. Ca- yeah, yeah. Ca- carry the bags, buy the beer, shit like that, and shut the fuck up. Exactly. And don't talk. Well, listen, unless you're Randy Moss. But like, like you, like yeah. You, well, you, I'm, you, I'm talking more baseball locker room specifically. Right. It's like know your place, Rook. So okay, so here's a conversation. Actually, I, I want to table this because it's, it's more of a baseball conversation, but I really think because we're going to keep going and going and going, okay. I, I really want to do these reviews. Okay. Because um, I, I really want to hear what you have to say about this album. Okay. And I have a, I have a decent amount to say about this fucking thing that okay. you made me watch. <laughs> okay. You want me to go first? Yes. Because you listened as well, right, Josh? I didn't get a chance. Okay. So I, 
I started out on the first song writing something. Sure. And then I just sat back and I listened and I listened and I listened and I it just it's so good. Like why is BB King so good? Yep. Why is something that was written literally around the time like a couple years after my dad was born, yep. right? So 1957 this came out. Yeah. And it sounds better than shit that comes out now. Yep. And it and you could still hear the influence of it in stuff that comes out now. The, not the, not as good as stuff, but like yeah. even when I think about like the the grunge era, there's so much fucking blues in there. Like just the the sound that you were going for. It's just like I've listened to this and I want to chain smoke and do heroin <laughs> and be depressed. But BB like, didn't really do no, that. No, I know, but like that's the, he's that's like the exception course, to the rule. Course, but that's what I mean. Like, but like the feeling that like good blues can actually give you when you're listening to it and the the the, the pain in the voice when he's singing and the guitar riffs coming in and they're fucking licks they're yeah. so good and every song is a five and the whole album is just fucking seamless and then i'm listening to everything bb king all fucking week it's just one of these it, it there's a few artists that i wouldn't call myself a diehard of but when i listen to them i end up in a rabbit hole and BB King is absolutely you have one of them. Fifty years of material, and all of it's good. All and of it's good. It, like the guitar riffs. It, what's funny with him is like I could see some jerk off list that doesn't know music listening to it. Like oh well, his riffs kind of sound the same, and I'm like, yeah, but they hit at different spots. Every riff has a purpose. Like that's the thing that is lost in rock music now. I feel like a lot of times riffs don't always have purpose. Well, They're in a place to like hit you emotionally. So uh, the, the part, the, the maturation of like the uh, of the of guitar playing, sure. really you know really changed when you you had the discrepancy between lead and rhythm. Yeah, you know what I mean. Correct. Because now at this point, now you have a now you have a rhythm section. You've always had a rhythm section, but now in the rhythm section, all they do is they sit there and they stay there and they play the same seven chords the entire fucking song and they stay behind, right? And then you have the lead guitar and he goes up and he fucking solos. Yeah. Unless your name's Kirk Hammock and you do that <laughs> for five minutes and that's about it. But like the, the whole thing with this is that it it's 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 BB writing the music. It's BB. Taking center stage, it's the it's Lucille taking center stage. It's not, it, it, you know what I mean. And the band plays off each other instead of instead of so good. Instead of everybody having a job and just doing their job. I hate to quote Bill Belichick, but do your job. Yeah, well, but, that's, that's blues, man. But it doesn't need to be. Everybody has a, there's personality in every single and, instrument being played. And I love the sound of a, a classic upright bass, which is what you get in this. The cello. And, and when you just no, it's no upright bass. It's an right, upright bass, yeah, and right. the I'm progression sorry. he's doing is just the. It's literally every Led Zeppelin bass line there is. Yeah, I'll play on it, but that's the thing. That's soul, and that shit that is lost in so much of this over... This sounds like he just pulled up with a couple studio musicians and said, guys, I want you to follow my lead, lay it down on drums, and just jam. That's what the blues is. I want to be in the fucking club, listening to some fucking jerk-off that literally just shot up a fucking eight ball that's coming out and just playing, and he sounds so good, and then he dies in two weeks. That's the blues. So, I mean, you're not wrong. So, like... Uh, trouble, I, Trouble, Trouble is my favorite song on here. It is yeah. a perfect fucking song. It encompasses, like, if I'm thinking about, like, I don't know any blues. Right. And I needed to have a song. Troubles, Troubles, Troubles. It Best. sounds like it was written on a fucking uh, uh, a bench in New Orleans in 1930, right up the street from where Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil to become the greatest guitarist of all time. Yep, and then, you know, he just... Crossroads, and motherfucker. And he died when he was, like, 15. Yeah, which uh, there's a great documentary on Netflix I, I, about it. Yes, it's, you I would love it, that. Josh, about um, Rob Johnson. Yeah, so one, so one of my... 
what I'm about to compare this to is very, very funny, right? So the first time I really Animal House? No. No. Never. Animal House is very, very funny. So the first time I listened listened to B.B. King and I'm like, ugh, sounds like shit. And I'm also a kid. The layman. Years later, you know, I I learned to appreciate and obviously my my appreciation of music has grown such as my taste and everything, my eclectic taste and all that shit, right? So... The first time I listen to BB and I have a full uh, comprehension and understanding, like an epiphany, if you will, of like, dude, this guy is fucking revolutionary. Oh, dude, it's like it's like literally the Enola Gay just dropped a bomb on you. I it's the, like whoa. The only time I had that same feeling, you know, and this is gonna sound so goddamn silly, probably was when I watched Bill and Ted. <laughs> Three, <laughs> and when their daughters are getting the band together, oh yeah, 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 and the first place they go is New Orleans, or the first place they go is Jimi Hendrix, then they go get Louis Armstrong, and when you hear the trumpet, because I was a trumpet player, my father would make me listen to Louis Armstrong a lot, okay, and so I loved him. So the first time I hear the uh, oh when the Saints come marching in on the trumpet, and then you hear him sing oh. in the movie, even though I know Louis's been dead for seventy years, it just hits you. Just hearing him sing was like. I, I literally got goosebumps. It, I just realized I, I, I say it. I say it's funny because it's silly that Bill and Ted made me feel some type of way like that. But that's why it ruled. But that's why like, I love Bill. But and Ted, like man. I didn't. I realized like I didn't even say what the album was. It's BB King the Blues. Yeah, right. And because I ended up in such a fucking rabbit hole of BB King this week, and it's to for me like I. There's like this weird like I won't even say it's like emotional but this weird like guttural feeling I have with music like this that the first fucking song when you start out with why do things happen to me and I hear him just wail out why do things and, and I'm just to like me? holy shit I love like, that th- this is this is going to be around it's a, you know it's around 70 years later right still relevant it's going to be around 70 years after we're gone right and people are still going to be saying, wow, why hasn't anyone been able to do anything like this since B.B. King? And it's because he w- was a, a trendsetter, a mold breaker. You know, there, there's, a t- there's, time, there's certain artists in genres and bands, obviously, where it's before B.B. King and after B.B. King. Like before the Beatles, after the Be- Elvis, etc. So, and B.B. Uh, King is on that fucking conversation for sure. Well, really, it was like jazz. I mean, the, the, this is 1957, so you got to think like you have like... Would the swing like, bands are still swing big, bands, the big band music, big, big band crooners, people like George Gershwin and shit like that are massive. Yeah. Miles Davis, but again, BB King stands on his own. It's a perfect album. But here's the best part about it: is that there's no man ever that I've ever seen watching videos on YouTube that can command a stage. Oh, while sitting down. Well, because it's it's well, that's like I you just, also because his, knee, his knees were fucked. Well, you up, mentioned like you mentioned Miles Davis, and I'm just like yeah, because you know that's the whole thing. No one was cooler than Miles Davis, and because there's a certain thing to blues like this where you could see this motherfucker on stage with almost no like discernible stage presence, but he has it. It's yeah. just this this aura, this charisma. It's, it's cooler than being cool. Yeah, it, it, whatever it is, you can't teach it, cool. No, you can't teach that. And when uh, one of the what I think of a BB King all the time is when he was doing those diabetes testing commercials about yeah. how I can't keep pricking my fingers because I gotta play my guitar. Yeah. I don't know why he sounds like Uncle Ben's rice. Yeah, right. It's, so, it's terrible. <laughs> but BB uh, King the Blues, it's a fucking ten out of five. It's a fucking perfect yeah. album. There isn't a thing I would change about it. Anyone that hasn't listened to this album is doing. 
doing themselves a disservice. And anyone that could listen to this album and say it's terrible shouldn't have any serious conversation about music under any circumstances. Uh, I, I mean that genuinely. All right. And I also, I mean, I, I kind of did back you into a corner because, like, it, like it, if you re- like you just said, if you say anything bad, yeah. Well, I listen. Disparaging you say, listen, about it's it's obviously music but, is like, opinion based. But if you come to me and say it's terrible, I know you don't know music. Terrible and not my thing are two completely different. Sure. Things. And listen, if you want to say, oh, it's not really my thing, I get it. I sure. just it's not for me. That's different. But if someone says this sucks, you're stupid, and no one should ever talk to you about music, and you probably should die. The only exception to the rule, and Bob, I know you're going to listen to this, is that I don't like the Beatles except for Eleanor Rigby. And, and listen, it's a great song, but Bob, shut up. You and were, it's fine. You, and, and I know you're not a big Beatles fan either, but like I, I respect that you at least try. Yeah, or you, you get and you get like, it. I, I'm, I, I, there's a lot of Beatles that I listen to. No, no, no. I, like, I, I'm saying as far as like, like as far, I can as, far to as like anything, Rubber anything. Soul and Help, Revolver, and re- all of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't, I don't go on like, like uh, full album binges. Yeah, see, right. I, like, I, I do. Got songs yeah. that I like, you know, obviously the hits. I'm, you know, pretty much all there well, for. There's plenty of people I know that. Well, like, of course, like, like you, you love. Here comes the sun. Seven, uh, eight, eight nights a week. Yeah, eight nights a week. Come together, everyone. Knows they love help. you. Yeah, help. Hey Jude, Dude, Black Crow. Let it be. Yeah. It's, uh, Yellow. Everyone knows Yellow Submarine. It's maybe their worst song, and it's yeah. great. I fucking love Yellow Submarine. Dude, the first time I ever watched Yellow Submarine, we went to. Um, Be- don't we even to- talk to me about that fucking movie. Man. We went to Beatles Con um, by the Meadowlands, and it, it's cool. It's a whole fucking Beatles day, That's right? Awesome. And they do like a battle of the bands with all these Beatles cover bands. Uh-huh. The best one was two ten-year-olds and a seven-year-old. They fucking ripped on uh, "She Loves You." Um, but I bought Yellow Submarine on DVD, and then we went back to um, uh, I think it was I think it was either my house or Eric Munson's. This is how bad this went. Um, we dropped acid and we watched <laughs> Yellow Submarine. That's not something you should do. My dad told me he did that, so I'm like, oh, it must be cool. It, it was something. <laughs> it was very bright. It was a yeah. lot of colors, and I would pro- I wouldn't do acid again. Well, so but. so it's even funny. I even bring up the Beatles and then Josh's thing with the. As far as like being, he's not even a massive Beatles fan, and he likes across the universe, which I don't. Yeah. I, I would yeah, that's I like odd. too. That's odd. And that's not shitting on you. I'm just right, saying, so like, like my in thing general, with across the universe is like I recognize its flaws. Like it just there's no story. There's no discernible no. story. But the way, the way that it's filmed is awesome. It's a very well made movie, and, undoubtedly. Uh, and the covers are good. They're really really good covers. And f- fucking Bono's in there. Actually, being listen, I I hate Bono Bon-O about it, but it, it, he's being, fucking Bono, and he's a supremely talented person. Yeah, so it's like, I don't like Bono. When I saw you two twice, I'm like, this dude's great. Like yeah. he's he sounds unreal. How I old remember, is he? Like, I got so fucking mad when they did the Super Bowl halftime show. And he opens up his jacket, and the American flag is there. Dude, and he's just I remember. I remember. Fight, I remember. Like, I think it was you that fuck, told this me. This is so cool, but fuck him. I I remember I hated when they fu- that album they put on the iPhone and you're like it's not bad I'm like oh it sucks <laughs> I don't like I like a couple songs after Joshua Tree but there's no album I will listen to that's, after Joshua that's Tree that's kind of a flawless album man. Joshua, what, Joshua Tree what, I really yes. fucking hate Bono Joshua like, really, Tree's a really perfect do. album so, no Joshua Tree is amazing and to be honest with you I didn't hate when it came out how did this man only it, that's not bomb. a bad album it's fine I didn't hate it at all Vertigo is actually a good song like the music on it's good except he doesn't know there Spanish was, there, right facts <laughs> there, there was there was a point because that song came out in middle school where like it was like oh it's like it was the biggest song oh, it was all over every MTV. commercial what's everywhere the, what's the album with Beautiful Day that's not a bad album either that's not bad that, I, you know what I always relate that song to? Do you remember the 2000 hit yes. film starring Bruce Willis and Billy Bob Thornton called Bandits? Yes. Where they were I bank robbers? Yeah. It's actually a pretty good movie. Is it? it uh, honestly, I remember... Billy Bob's not in a lot of bad movies, dude. Um, well, he, Tombstone. He, he had that Recently, he is. Ba- yeah. Bad over Santa course, 2 is terrible. Over the course of his career, he's been in a lot more good 
to well, really good movies. Well, we just talked about Sling Blade recently. Yeah. Sling Blade's so good. Is it? Uh, dude, this, dude uh, he dire- it's so good. Sling Blade's unbelievable. that he did with John Cusack back in like 2004, 5. Identity? No. Um, fuck, what's it called? The Ice Storm, maybe? Oh, 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 oh. The Ice Harvest. Uh, the Ice Harvest. Yeah, that's yeah. a good movie. That's yeah. a, Dude, I mean, think about, like, how funny when Bad Santa came out. Like, we were not expecting that. Yeah. And just fucking losing it at that movie. But, no, he... It, and Monst- the one that uh, Halle Berry won the Oscar for, Monsters Ball, yeah. is a, a horrifically... Have you guys ever actually watched that movie? No. no. Okay, so... I'm okay. It, it's, so, it's, it's Billy Bob Thornton, Halle Berry, um, Peter Boyle, the father from Everybody Loves Raymond, who was young Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. You know, he was... Dude, his life was crazy. He was John Lennon's best man in his wedding. He was a monk at one point. He was in Young Frankenstein, and he was on one of the biggest sitcoms of the 90s and 2000s. That's a pretty crazy life. So um, in the movie, but Billy Bob Thornton is Heath Ledger's father, and they both work as a prison correctional officer. Um, They work on um, the death row with P. Diddy who gets electrocuted in the movie. You come to find out it is um, Halle Berry's husband who's in jail. So Heath Ledger fights with his father. And he blows his brains out in the first 20 minutes of the movie right in front of Billy Bob and Peter Boyle. Um, then you meet Halle Berry after someone hits her son with the car, her like 10-year-old son, and kills him and leaves them there. And then Billy Bob and uh, Halle Berry have a lot of sex. She gets very naked. It looks like there's full penetration in the movie. Oh, wow. You get to see her get fucked. Like, it's like a 10-minute fucking scene. That's, um, that's cool. It's really cool. So when she was like kind of hot... And she, well, I mean, okay, let me say, let me rephrase the the peak of everyone being like Halle Berry is one of the hottest women alive. Like it was, it was shortly after Swordfish when she took her titties out. She got $500,000 per tit for that movie. (laughs) That's all. Swordfish rules. Underrated movie. So Taylor, um, I'm going to give BB King the blues a 10 out of five. Um, And now you have a movie to review that you watched that I actually made the effort to rewatch within the last two weeks. And when I say I made the effort, it's because I gave it the college try. I couldn't make it through the whole thing again. Well, um, this is going to be the abridged version, and I'll tell you why. Because you couldn't get through it, and you watched it once already. I couldn't get through it, and I barely got through half of it. (laughs) What a steaming pile of dog shit. It's so bad. Dude, literally, all the movie, the, the parts that I've watched, was just Ty Cobb. Just he, it's a it, it's a hostage situation. He has he has a luger pointed at this fucking <laughs> the reporter's, reporter's head, head, and it's the guy that was the main reporter in the original Batman with Michael Keaton. Yeah, and I'm like, so he's like, he's like shooting guns, and he's like, you know, he's saying a lot of stuff that I can't repeat, dropping a lot of hard R's. Oh yeah, um, you know, Tommy Lee, Jones, he just like 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 Ty Cobb was this really unhinged guy. Um, you think? All I can really say about it is that it's awful. <laughs> uh, it's it's it, there is not a rede- listen. There's Tom, nothing. Tommy f- Lee Jones it, isn't bad with the quality of script he's given. It's dude, but he's playing his Riddler. Not his. It's Two Face. It's, it's literally Two Face from Batman Forever. It's not funny. No. It's not charming. It's, it's not, not sentimental. There, there, there's not like about the, one of the greatest players in baseball history. Flawed, flawed player to be sure. Person. So I was uh, I was doing a little bit of research on this, <laughs> on Ty Cobb. Oh, right? my favorite thing to do, and uh, w- which led to me buying a book called Cobb, which I'm going to read. Make um, it, okay. Is it by the guy that played the? So that the reporter in that movie, Al Stumpf. Is it the one from him? Because no, because that that one is 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 an exaggerated experience. Yes, correct. So that, okay, that, good. That, that's, that's considered like the the main Cobb book. So that's what everybody. So that was part of a lot of the research I was reading about. Is that was he 
uh, was he racist? Sure. Was, <laughs> was, was he an asshole? Sure. But was he this extreme as everyone says he was? And a lot of people are saying now, no. It's just that he was very much just stuck in his ways in yeah. the time period in which he lived in. And he said that, this is a direct quote. This isn't me saying it. Yes. He goes, okay. this is what Ty Cobb said. The, I don't know if, if this no. Well, you know what? Listen, the N word player. You were about to say no, the no, 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 no. I was gonna say like, <laughs> like. Um, oh, he has the bell ready. Like I was, I was gonna say like he said the Spanish this? word for black. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but, I know what you're saying. Right. Uh, so he, um, it was like like the, we grow, we grow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. They deserve to play in the major leagues. Sure. Sure. That that was said like in the later yeah, he part was of his never, career. It, what's so funny is with him being like this raging racist. I, I had I had no interest on dropping any type of ends. All right. Or, I know. Just, it usually don't do that when we're recording. Um. So <laughs> why do you? Gotta, <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on. Come on. Man. That's not and, even funny. I know. Funny. It's just a lob. Come Fucking on. Asshole. <laughs> um. Ugh. So this is the thing. Like it. You know, he had all these. I, it's hard. To, it, it's listen. listen. So, so there are a lot of stories that are very true. Oh, like, yeah, like was yeah. he most the mo- was he the most hated person in baseball? His yes. teammates hated him. And the biggest thing was because he wanted to be. Yeah. that's how he made more money. And the other big part he was of it, a heel. Yeah, right. Well, the other the other the other part of it was that as far as from a um, again, and this is probably in the movie because there he was talking about Coca Cola stock. Was um he was the first entrepreneur. Oh after yeah, yeah. Baseball. He invested very very well. He was. At the, his net worth when he died was like what twenty million, which is, equates to like two hundred and eighty yeah. million or something uh, today. But th- this is what's like this is the hard conversation, and this is probably controversial itself. Is that you know when I look at someone like Ty Cobb in the era he played in and grew up in and his upbringing, it, it is what he was doing and saying racist. Absolutely, you know when you look there's, at it, there's, there's zero a, defending. There's it. a discernible difference to me than the the Ty Cobb, you know, nineteen fucking twenties versus. You know the 2021 person that has the same views as Ty Cobb. Well, so again, it's, you have to take the you have to take the time period into consideration. That a hundred years ago, things were very different. Yeah, it doesn't make it right, dude. We didn't have supercomputers in our pockets. There were the, the radio. The radio was regular AM radio that you had to pay thousands of, thousands of dollars for just to get it in your house. The Titanic sunk recently. Like, that's all you yeah, need to say. Like it, it, again, it's it's a period of time where the. The, the World War II was still 20 years away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I the mean? Great Depression was on the way. The it Great Dust Bowl. There, there was a lot of shit was, that was supposed Titanic to happen. was more recent to them than 9-11 is to us. Yes. Like, think about that. When you put it that, like that. That's gross, dude. Why, why would you say that? Yeah, we don't why? make 9-11 jokes on it's the show, It's not a joke. No, no. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not two that. fucking tragedies <laughs> to each other. No, he... Dickhead. He, he made... Fuck, call him a dickhead. I just won't call him a dickhead. All right, because he made it a joke. I was, like, blown by the timeline. I'm like, holy shit, he's right. And then he's like, well, we don't make 9-11 jokes here. Uh, of course we don't, fucking ass. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you- because every time we make 9-11 jokes, they just crumble at the base. Um, I don't know if you saw in um, just really yeah. Comment, do me a favor. There was a, if there's there was, any time for you to play a goddamn drop, would have been right now. Would have been a car listen, crash. So there was this um, like <sighs> shitty MMA organization oh, in Russia, I'll right? Clam up this weekend, and uh, something happened. The dude's fucking. Uh, this was not this weekend. This all came out this weekend. Happened like a couple months ago. Guy's eye came out when he was fighting. Yeah, I seen that. He lost his fucking eye, right? Real nice. And he's been going around taking pictures of people with his fucking wood eye. He's did, got a fucking wood eye in now because it's fucking Russia. Did they do the thing from Hostel where the eye's sticking out? 
out. This is where it gets fucked up. So he's got a wood eye and he's going around. People are taking pictures like up close and it's like very distinct. He has like different ones, I guess. Sure. Almost like the guy in Last Action Hero, kind of. <laughs> so um, uh, he meets a woman and she asks if she can take a picture with him with the eyeball out. That's gross. No way. No thanks. I'm good. I don't need it. And he's like, I wouldn't do that. And she's like, he's like, why? And she's like, well, it's, you know, it's embarrassing for me. It was like, would you do it if, if it was you? And she said, um, I would. <laughs> I Fucking would. home run, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking home run. <laughs> Why they uh, to watch Josh's? I watched Josh's eyes and his body language, and that sound drop was what was happening to his conscience at the time. Like he literally went like this as I did the stupid punchline. He realized this is what he did, Taylor. This was his face. He went. I had to process just how fucking dumb that was. That was almost because, dude, dude. I was listening to Opie. I thought I heard a really dumb joke today listening to ONA and Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy was getting ready to go to the Boomer's Eisen roast, and then you just topped it. Why do they call you Boomer, Boomer? Because you fall down a lot? <laughs> Fucking home run, shipper. <laughs> I thought that was bad. And then that. Oh, dude. Fucking travesty. <laughs> My God! Yeah, dude, all of it. I, I, I listen. I've been sitting on that one. So <laughs> that—that's the joke I choose to like wait to unleash when I'm just—I try to stop Josh from joking about 9/11. Fuck! Two <laughs> pedal lights a candle. Pinocchio sits on it. <laughs> or me. <laughs> um. All right, let's do picks for this week. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Rate Cobb. Okay, so I—I <laughs> I want you to guess what my rating is. All right. First off, would you rather watch Cobb or eat a Cobb salad? I would rather eat a cop. No, salad. no, would you rather eat a cop? No, wait, no, no. I was, you just ruined the whole thing. I was gonna. I'm so glad you did it. Thank you. That I did. Because would he rather a cop salad or? Because I knew he would say cop salad over the movie cop. Said, what about a cop salad or a wedge salad? And we know Taylor prefers the wedge salad. <laughs> Taylor, comment. It's amazing how a salad has ruined my life. <laughs> Dude, it, it should have been saving your life Dude, for a while. <laughs> talk about seeing my face when you hit the punchline. That was a moment for me seeing his face when he opened the fucking salad. And saw Dude, half fucking head I'm going to fucking there. go after that. <laughs> wow. That was so mean. First of all, the fact that you said it should have been saving your, and then you didn't fucking finish and you just started laughing. <laughs> Whoa. Said, salad was going to end my life. It should have been saving it. Oh, that was mean. All right. What are you going to rate uh, the movie, Cobb? Uh,. Fucking not good. Uh, I guess, uh, let's see. What, what's the worst it's score? It's still better than the Babe Ruth movie with John Goodman. And it's that's saying that's a lot. That's really that's bad. That's saying a lot. Uh, let's see. The worst The worst score I've ever seen Portnoy give was a 0. 0.0. So that's, 0. 0.0. So that's what we'll go. We'll go with 0. 0.0. This is hot garbage. Yeah. There's no rewatch ability, dude. And it's, it's and the, you know what? The worst part of it is that the in, whole the, thing? in the in the middle of a snowstorm, the, the fucking Ty Cobb decides, "Fuck it, kid, I'm horny. You're driving, dude." And, and it, in the middle of a fucking blizzard, and they're driving fucking Buicks in the six in the fifties that are all made of pure metal, and all Ty Cobb is behind this reporter who's scared for his life. Going down a mountain, he was trying. I don't like that reporter because right. he was trying to take Vicky Vale from Bruce Bruce Wayne and the original Batman. I don't care. I care. No, Vicky Vale's for Bruce. We know that, right? Yeah. I, see, you say Vi I, was, I thought you meant like Vicky Valencourt. No, Vicky Vale. Vicky Valencourt. Vicky Valencourt. Vicky Valencourt is the devil. Yeah, but she let me see her boobies. And I like them too. <laughs> it's like, um, what, what did she ask her the question about the alligators? Like, what part is this? I know snakes don't really have parts, but I had to guess. I'd say a knee. <laughs> Dude, I was I was watching um, 
the episode of um, It's Always Sunny being Frank last night, which is an underrated episode. Yeah. Um, is that the one from first person? Yeah, it's entirely first person. That is person great. Because yeah. uh, I like any episode that gives me a heavy dose of Bill Ponderosa. And he had a line that, I don't know why last night, it made me fucking die. He's like, Frank's like, I need to borrow your car. He's like, and Ponderosa goes, all right, going to go around the corner. Get me some strange. <laughs> <laughs> he calls it strange. That, that I like. I don't love Maureen Ponderosa. She serves her purpose. Yeah. But Bill Ponderosa is a fucking, when he's going to drink himself to death, and he just turns in Mac's dad instead, <laughs> and they think Mac's dad's a rat. All right, Taylor, ready for picks this week? Sure. All right, Josh, you're in on this one, too. Okay. Um, it's going to be really easy, boys, because you're going to watch it anyway. I just saw it in the theater on Friday. Okay. I went to see it in, um, uh, at the Cinemark and Wayne, Army of the Dead. Um, I'm a well-known Zack Snyder critic, and I fucking love this movie. It was so absurd. It's so over the top. It's long, and it didn't feel long because just shit just keeps happening. The emotional things it tries pulling don't work. But everything else does, and I don't give a shit. It's like a disaster movie in that sense. Okay. We're all like the emotional gut punch. Like, you don't, you, you care, but you don't really care. Right, right, right. Like, you care about the things happening around it. Um, one thing I'll say Zack Snyder is like notorious for, even if you don't like his movies, I will go to the grave saying that the opening credits of, credits of the original, of his uh, Dawn of the Dead remake are awesome with the man comes around on it. Yeah. The opening to Watchmen is oh unbelievable. <laughs> we get in this one a really good cover. To open the whole opening credits, and it's like a six-minute opening credit scene. Nice. Um, the, it's Batista rules in this uh, on so many dude, fucking Batista levels. Rules in everything. He, he's, he's so fucking good, dude. The zombie kills are awesome. Yeah. The stuff that I didn't think would work worked in the context of what it was doing. There was enough homage to the things that came before it. Um, I didn't notice the how I, I knew it was happening, but the slow motion didn't seem out of place because it was so gratuitous. I actually, I have a zombie movie uh, rights question for you. Sure. How was he able to use Of the Dead in this? Um, I think it, it, technically it's because um, it's public domain. Okay. Um, the original Night of the Living Dead, George Romero didn't own any of the rights to uh, it. Right. He, did, he missed the copyright patent. Mm -hmm. So if you ever went to a video store back in the 90s, you could rent, I'm no kidding you, nine different Night of the Living Deads. And they all had different boxes. Some of them tried being discernibly different. Like some of them did um, a green overlay before color. Then they colorized a bunch of them. So he never he he probably lost out on like three hundred million dollars because he didn't get any of the money for Night but of the Living Dead. When uh, when when him and the guy that he worked Russo yeah, yeah um, when they split up didn't like Russo get to use like Night of well he got um so Russo got like um uh, he got Living Dead okay so of the it was only between those two. Is what it was because okay. there's a million other House of the Dead. Think right. about it. There's right, a million right. of them, but it is public domain. But it was specifically that Russo couldn't make those ones specifically, and they're not. They're supposed to be non-canonical. Okay. Um, even though Return of the Living Dead is technically written as a sequel to Night of the Living, it's actually the only one that's written as a sequel to Night of the Living Dead. Um, but you're gonna love this movie, Taylor. Okay. You're like, there's no way you're not gonna love it. Yeah. I was cracking the fuck up during this movie. The, I, you know how Crystalia got fired from this yeah. after it was already done, and they brought in that. I never really heard of her before. I knew she was a comedian, was Tig Notaro or okay. whatever. She replaced his character with all green screens, and you could tell that she wasn't in the scenes necessarily, but it's not like, if you didn't know, you from me telling you, you would have right. no, no idea she wasn't actually there. Um, great kills, great violence. Uh, the music in it's really good. Um, some of the best, there's a, one specific zombie scene 
that is so fucking well done. Um, and they're really building they're building a universe out of this thing, which is kind of cool because we're getting a a prequel like mini movie on Netflix, and then we're getting an animated prequel where all B- Batista's returning to voice as well. Yeah. So um, you're gonna love this. I had a blast with it. Army of the Dead is the pick on Netflix this Friday. All right. So I'm gonna ask you. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna ask you two questions. Well, I'm gonna ask you one question. Nah, fuck it. All right. So, ask me two questions. How hard I'm or very how, how deep? Oh. Good. How, how 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 deep do you go with J Cole? Not at all. Not at all. Not okay. remotely. So, as bad as I want to give you his new album because it's all I'm listening to. I heard it's incredible. It's fucking amazing. I'm gonna give you the only album in his entire catalog that's better. It's okay. One, it's one of the greatest hip hop records written in the last twenty years. And in 20 years from now, it's going to be revered as one of the greatest hip-hop records of all time. And I'm going to give you 2014 Forest Hills Drive by J. Cole. This album is phenomenal from start to finish. It's, it's, it's a different feel. So here's, here's something that you would really appreciate, right? So he's from North Carolina. I appreciate that. You're right. All right, on to the next. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I just, can I finish what I the know, fuck just, I'm saying? <laughs> he's God. from North Carolina. He's from he's from North Carolina, but he takes his two biggest influences are Jay Z and Nas. Okay. So when you East list, Coast influence. Yes. Yeah, so when you li- well New York really. Yeah. New so York. so when you listen to the way he rhymes and the way he goes about his entire his entire his songs and his albums, is that there's so much Nas in there. Okay. Yeah. It is I'm in. Ridiculous. I've heard a good amount of Jay. Cole, but I've never actually sat down and listened to one of his albums start to finish. So Everything I've heard, I've liked. J. Cole, in the beginning, he was a bit of a radio hit guy, and it was more, so there's a documentary, but like he was, his first album, like he had like two pretty decent hits, and they were really big radio singles, but it got to the point where like where his, his, uh, his heroes became his peers, and he sat down in the studio one night, and he's, he's there with Nas, and Nas is like, that one radio hit that you had? Garbage. Yeah, exactly. and it fucking tore him down, and he just rebuilt himself. And and, and then he comes. And Nas out. didn't play the game. No, like, not like Jay Z. Not at all. You know. So he comes out. So then, like I said, after that, J Cole comes out with Born Center. Born Center was great. After Born Center was 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Changed the fucking game. And then J Cole becomes this massive advocate for racial equality. He's a man of the people. He just. He signed up contract to play pro basketball in Africa. I saw that. And he just started his first game it's, last it's week. crazy. And he's a very good basketball yeah. player. But, like, he, he's been to rallies. He's been in the streets. He's a regular-ass dude. Yeah, yeah. Who, well, I just who just some, happens to be the greatest I, I, rapper of his generation. I just saw something the other day on Twitter. It was like, um, the guy's like... Thought I was this walking was, down the street. Thought, thought this, he was at, like, a, a bodega a hot, like, yeah. or a hot dog stand. Yeah, hot, he's like, thought this dude was J. Cole, and it was J. Cole. Yeah, he's like, I, I thought this was a J. Cole impersonator, and then he sees him, he goes, oh, shit. shit. I just saw a girl do that, too. She's like, had to take this picture with this guy that looked like Michael Jordan. It was 1,000% Michael Jordan. Really? <laughs> the sunglasses, the earrings, and a cigar. That's fucking Michael Jordan. Yeah. She, but she thought it was someone that looked like him. Get the fuck out of here. Remember when I saw the guy, I took a picture of, with him, where he looked like Bartolo Colon at Grasshopper? That was great. <laughs> it's, it's like you walk up to a guy and you say, I th- it's like, I'm going to take a picture with him. I don't. Th- he's a rock impersonator. And then you're like, nope, that's the rock. Fucking yeah. idiot. Oh. But, um, but yeah, 2014. Forest Hills Drive. Cool. I'm it's excited to listen to it. fucking phenomenal. Everything um, about it. So, Taylor, uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on what's happening in, between Israel and Palestine right now. Go. Um, there's a conflict. What's it about? Uh, the same thing it's been about for about 17,000 years. Um, and it's bad. 
And see, the, the thing is with, with the situation is that it's just not good for either side, specifically one, but I just don't know which. <laughs> and I know that... No, I know which. You, you should know that Hold on, you should I, have I, an I, opinion I, on I, it. I, I'm being insanely vague on purpose. Yeah. Um, because I feel some type of way about certain things. And my initial thoughts on everything is that it's bad. It's bad for both sides. It's just... It, it, the, the whole situation is, is, is a powder keg. And it, 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 where it is currently is really only the tipping point. It could get so much worse. And it's not... It, it, I would hope that it does not. And I need a lot of people to stop telling me to feel some type of way about it. Oh, yeah. Well, I do. people... I've, I've gotten it from both sides that I should feel a certain type of way. And I say, you know... This has been going on so long. No one, if you can't tell me where it started, why it started, how it started, who's good, who's bad, and why, just because you've learned something from some fucking social media influencer, don't listen, fucking tell me anything. Listen, here, how about here, this? I care about what's happening here. No, listen, here's as far as stuff going happening abroad, the only thing that I really give a shit about, and it fucking bummed me out, and it's only because it's the one place that really scares the shit out of me over there. Is um, the brutal murder of a fifteen of a nineteen of an eighteen year old gay man in Iran? Oh yeah, because he he came out to his parents. He was trying to get over here, and his parents fucking murdered. Do you know they have in Iran? um, What happens a lot of times is that um, they just end up cross dressing rather than being gay men because they can get by and feel more comfortable. It's it's really fucking bad. In I, I mean, Iran is just a, a brutal I, dictatorship. Yes. And in Iran, uh, you know, I, I don't know how, you know, going into the conflict, how gays have got all these weapons, but they claim it came from Iran, and we're really good at giving Iran weapons <laughs> in America. Um, it, it's, it's, it's shitty. It's, it sucks. In Iran, it's brutal. I mean, I, I just read today Chernobyl is, is at risk of exploding again. Um, the radiation, the the specific whatever radiation. I obviously don't know the fucking specific science to it, sure. but it's still burning down there, as we know, in some way. And they think it's years. combusting again, and that even the contained area might explode. So cool. Um, I learned about the that gigantic dam in China recently. Have you heard about this? No. It actually there it cover, it has so much water in it that it actually slows down the rotation of Earth. Yeah, it literally by like it, it's the tiniest nanosecond, but it's the only thing on Earth created by man that is slowing down the rotation of Earth, which in theory would say that if something went wrong, some shit could go wrong. <laughs> like in general, just kick us off our ass. I honestly, I, I've been saying for a while, shit's so bad. I want to get weird with it. Someone, someone, it's been too long since I, we had a good no, nuking. No, <laughs> just stop. Dude. Not to us. I, and I don't think we should listen, do it to man, someone. I'm gonna be honest with you. What you just said, I've blocked people for way less than what you. <laughs> I just don't said. really want that to happen. I, I, I understand, and I realize that you're. If I didn't know who you were, I would be very pissed. But I understand. I get it. But doesn't it feel like as a world we need some kind of like major event for people to stop being cunts? No. Like, isn't that like? No. But like, when's no. the last time Americans didn't hate each other? No, I would. Josh? I, I would rather uh, everybody still. When a giant squid dropped on New York City. Yep, giant it was. Uh, yep, that was uh, Ozzy Mendez. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. No, r- realistically, nine eleven. Not, not, the day that Americans didn't hate each other the last time was September twelfth, two thousand one. And I, I, it sucks that like it feels like that's the only thing that'll make people stop being shitheads and telling them how you have to feel. 
But well, like, that, I don't so, know what brings so, people together I mean, anymore. I mean, well, that's that's what happens. So Jocko talked about this a while ago, and it's like every time there's a national tragedy, there's this uh, uh, there's this spike in patriotism. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. I mean, sure. you know, you got to stand behind because now for the first time, he said verbatim, he goes, America is purely luxurious. We have even homeless are luxurious. Oh, for sure. Everything here is luxurious. We don't worry about a fucking thing over here. So when shit gets real over here, it gets real over here. Yeah. And people get fucking scared and people get pissed. Dude, look at the gasoline thing. People fucking filling garbage. Like, Listen, what the fuck? It, it, it makes me laugh, and I'll tell you why. Because as someone who is around hazardous materials and fuels a majority of their day, just watching Tweedledee and Tweedledum and Tweedle, I'm going to fuck my cousin sister later, try to fill up these fucking 55-gallon drums of gasoline and store it. Hey, stupid. People were bringing fucking You know these wear. fucking assholes? You know that the vapor is so f- is just as combustible as the f- as yeah. the liquid itself. So it's like I got it in my here fucking like, containers. So everything's fine. Like, have you not seen fucking Zoolander? Dude, do we have we not learned from Ben Stiller before? Dude, well, what like, the fuck are we doing? How do they not the fact, re- listen, stop Asian eight. I completely agree, except for the Asian lady that was fucking filling up. Walgreens bags with fucking du- she double bagged it in gasoline. Guess what? You should triple bag it when you fuck because you can't reproduce for being that fucking stupid. Well, and that's an isolated how people, incident. How do people not realize that like one obviously the danger, but gasoline even if you kept it in a safe place, gasoline will eat through the fucking plastic bags, stupid. Like, listen, man, it's that public school education, dog. Across oh my the country, god! I'm and uh, to, to, I want to give the the north a little, the northeast a little bit of credit. It did not get nearly as bad up here as it did down south because you know those jerk offs are just watching Newsmax and OAN and Fox News that are like, oh, dude, it, it's that. so bad, it's so bad. No, but you, you get the principle of what I'm saying because we have people up here that watch the other side of the coin and do crazy I, shit on their end. Uh, so again, it's. But pick a side, or you're a bad guy. So, 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 Dave Chappelle was on Rogan. I keep saying Rogan because Rogan's been on fire lately, and uh, uh, Chappelle put it perfectly. He goes, "When we as a society, we as a society, come to a point where we all actually trust each other, who gives a fuck what they say about us? Yeah. Who gives a fuck what taxes? As long as we have each other, there's nothing they can do. They, as in Washington elected officials." There's nothing they could do that, that could fuck with us really that bad as long as we, we as a society stand united. And the biggest thing is that we have been almost as, if not more, um, divided than the legitimate civil war. It's the closest which, which, we've which been is, Which is really, really fucked up because, like, and I have friends on both sides of the aisle. Not to get political, yeah, but me I have too. friends on both sides of the aisle. And I have this, I have these conversations constantly, and I fucking hate it because I thought once Trump was out, we would be done with it. No. But of course, it's not. So it's one of those things where, like, I have people, I have friends with on the right who call themselves patriots. And Ugh. I go, just please. I stop. love how they got a patent on patriotism. No, like, like I, <laughs> so I, I, and I explained to my buddy, and I said, you realize that you call yourself a patriot, what it really means now. It means that you're alt-right conservative. And, yeah. he goes, and he goes, but that's not fucking fair. And I go, but every single time you say goddamn liberal 
fucking liberal agenda in this country. I go, you're just as bad as they are. Well, it's like, because literally. you're doing the same thing liberals are, where you don't want to hear the other side. It's just they're instantly bad. They're instantly evil. They're uh, a lib cuck soy boy snowflake. They're uh, a racist MAGA uh, blah, blah, blah. There's so much gray area here I, that I, people I, want no part of I, because I, it's pick a fucking side. It's fucking Yankees and Red Sox. Yeah. It's fucking Devil's Rangers. Sorry, I'm kidding. No one cares about hockey. Um, it's, it's fucking uh, Cowboys, Giants. It's Patriots, Jets, Cowboys, Eagles, Cow Cowboys, Eagles. It's all these different Steelers, things. Steelers, Ravens. And, but it's not supposed to be that way. If you are looking at one side of things and only looking up what makes you feel better, yeah. I don't care if you're left or right. You're a pussy. Challenge your beliefs. Well, I, 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 so here's here's the, here's what's fucked up about that too, right? While I, I I agree with you, but if you if you purely seek out stuff to 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 reinforce your point, yes, I agree. You're incredible. Yeah. You're incredibly close-minded. But at the same no, at the same token, the, there's a reason why that there's a rise in mental illness and mental instability in the last 20 mm -hmm. years, because it's mostly our generation. Again, I whoop myself in with you guys because even though I'm a yeah, little, I mean, you're closer to our generation, than, right? Yeah, and because. I'm not, I don't want to say we were coddled. I would say we, we grew up in very tumultuous times, not nearly as tumultuous as other times, but we are the most informed generation in the human history. Most stimulated, yeah. Most stimulated, most most well-informed generation in. In, in human history. The, Connected the, might the, be the, the right way to say it. No, no, no. I would say informed. Be and this is the reason why. This is what I mean by that. Is that like at any point in time you can pick up the supercomputer in your phone and Google and get an immediate answer, which is right. It could be right. It could be wrong. But you have tools to research and gain knowledge, and that is a detriment to everyone as a whole because now everybody knows everything everybody can google sure. everything everybody can sit there and say well this news source says that and this news source says that and your news and is this, fake and your news is fake and one of and an oan is is real news but really fox news is fake news and really cnn is garbage which is across the board we know this but like it's just they're all fucking garbage. Every, they're corporate fucking they're 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 there to make money. Everybody has an agenda. Of course. The agenda is the same. And obviously if you don't make money or revenue dollars, what the fuck are you good for? Well yeah, why do dude, CNN loved Trump. They made more money when Trump was president than any other time because people yeah. were watching it to tell them how bad Mr. Orange Man was. You know, and, you know somebody asked me the other day and they go, "Hey, so what's your, what's your favorite part? What, what 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 good has Biden done?" And 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 this is exactly what I said. I don't fucking hear about it every day. Yeah, it's dude. And listen, if you want to seek that out, that's fine. But we, I, I, in the last, you know, and this is part of being plugged in is that all these people that, and Josh will agree, people we went to high school with that never said anything about politics until 2016 now suddenly have all the American history ever to tell me who the best president ever is and who the worst president ever is when they couldn't name me 10 presidents besides the ones in their lifetime and like Washington, Jefferson, and Lincoln probably. You know right, what I mean? Outside of the major and ones. Don't, don't fucking sit there and talk to me about it. Dude, th there was a time when the general agreement people had, and it's so funny because I feel like these two things don't happen anymore. Nope, I, I exactly you didn't talk about, about politics and you didn't talk about religion. And now all anyone can actually talk about is their personal politics and almost always on certain sides of this, religion is tied up into it. And that starts out with our conversation with Israel and Palestine. And you go to the fucking the right wings have a patent brand on Christianity. And the left wing says all religion is bad and all white men are bad. And the right wing says, oh, well, Black Lives Matter is bad and this is bad. How about, and this is maybe the theme of You Watch, I Listen. 
you shut the fuck up. Uh, how about we don't? Yeah, this is you enough. shut the fuck up. This is the theater. Like, like, dude, like, we it, people like I've had people literally say to me, friends of me, like, yeah, you just care about things that don't matter, like uh, the movies and the video games. And I'm like, first off, yeah, I care about those things and sports and whatnot. But you can't tell me that I don't keep myself informed on it, and I just happen to share some opinions with certain friends. I don't go. To, I've been at too many fucking parties where some jerk off left or right has to fucking spew out how they feel and I will always challenge them because here's the thing I can't shut the fuck up if you're being an I, asshole I'm well aware. and I'll challenge you because I don't think most people can do anything in that realm and I think in politics your personal fucking feelings should probably be left at the front fucking door because no politician has ever really made your life better or worse That's on a discernible level Sorry. This, this is what I tried to tell somebody the other day, and I said, they're, like, it was with Jeff Bezos and Barack Obama and blah, 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 blah. And I, this is exactly what I said. Cool. I go, it doesn't matter what you say. You and I are middle class. Therefore, yeah. there, therefore we foot the bill. We, we always and then, get and, and fucked. We foot the bill, and then we blame poor people. It's the same yeah. shit every time. Or, or now it's blaming rich people and so on and so forth. And, at the same, and all we're doing is just tearing each other's fucking throats out because everyone's a cunt. Everyone's garbage, including ourselves. You know, at I, least we admit that we suck. You know, we suck, and and you suck. Elon Musk is going to save us all. Dogecoin to the moon. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. No Dogecoin. Elon, we are an anti-crypto show. Elon Musk is is seriously going to save us all. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, he's not because he yes, lied he on SNL. He said he was the first host ever that had Aspergers. It's not true. Who was it? Bill Murray? No, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sorry. Did you what, watch 40? any of those skits with Elon? No. I just saw the GIF of Wario. In, the GIF uh, is better than the skit. Oof. Yeah, of, of what? Is it with, that's Wario, right? Yeah, it Wario was. Wario on trial. I, I'm not even. Dude, how can I be mad at the dude? He's not a, a entertainer. And then I hear Grimes had a panic attack after him. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, the. Ugh, I'm just I'm done. Everyone leave me alone. I just want to like yeah. We we want to leave you alone, but then you say normal time tonight every Tuesday. Yeah, here every we Tuesday. Are. But I but when I say like leave me alone, like when the people would say to me like, well you what, you don't care about things that are important. You care about video games and sports and movies and boobs. I'm like yeah, yeah those things rule. I care about things that make me happy. And Do I can, they not? What are you laughing about, Taylor? No, I'm just like it's just the way you said it was because I was like scro I was scrolling on Twitter to look at something and all I hear is yeah boobs rule yeah, boobs do, do rule I, I'm not and, I'm not laughing at you calm down that bro. does it, and because we we care more and we talk about those things doesn't mean we don't care we just don't care to share it with you and we wish that you didn't care to share it with us it, it's a I think it's a pretty fair compromise that. Just shut the fuck up. Just come smoke some weed with me. Have a beer. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk about movies. Let's talk about boobs. <laughs> I like boobs. And I believe we could solve the conflict in Israel and Palestine with some great New York boobs. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite skits. Oh, uh, dude, it's so random. And it's funny because I don't think it's as laugh out loud funny as some of the other ones, but the mustache. Hi there. <laughs> Is this your daughter? <laughs> you created a great set of New York boobs. I, like <laughs> I would drink from those C cups any day. <laughs> It's and it's his hi, this is Joe Rogan from Fear Factor. 
and, and he's just laughing the whole time. Oh um, so, dude, good fight card this weekend. I can't believe you weren't awake for the main event. I'm telling you, man. I'm literally. Uh, um, uh, my lady friend yells at me all the, every night because I go to bed at like 9:30, and she goes, "Fucking grandpa, we gotta like, get you some Adderall." She goes, "She goes, you literally, you go to bed at nine o'clock and you have oatmeal for breakfast. You're officially an old man." Yeah, oatmeal. Like I, I, I do Dude, like oatmeal. Oatmeal is nice. Brown sugar, maple. Oh hell yeah! Oatmeal with a scoop of peanut butter and chopped up bananas. I agree. Fuck with it. I, I concur. Especially from Pliable too. Um, pliable. Rules. No, that wasn't the acai on, bowl from on, pliable on, is everything. On. Pliable fucks. Yeah, yeah dude, uh, dude I want to fuck in pliable. <laughs> yeah. while I eat pliable. Like, you know, what's funny. I went, so I went with my mom over the weekend, and I was like, uh, so we went to pliable, and she, and I'm like, she's like, we well, should get that. I'm like, what, what's the, what's, what are the fucker acai seeds? She goes, <laughs> yeah. she goes, ashi seeds, acai, I acai, it is. whatever acai. fuck. I'm like, I'm like, I've been saying acai like it's been like like it's a Samoan thing, yeah. <laughs> for a while now. But uh, dude, all I get is the oatmeal there, and then they gave me some sort of like kale shake that was fire. Dude, I just get the acai bowl every time. I it is the, so uh, good. I get a Nutella bowl. Yeah, you've to- we've which, actually uh, had this conversation. We have yeah. talked about this. Yeah. On air. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have it. I had it for the huh. first time when um uh, like a year and a half ago, or no, it was last year. Um, when the landlord and I went to uh, Asbury, mm-hmm. and we got it there, and I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, I'll stop there on the way home on 23 and, and like, get it it's sometimes. Not like, it's, it's, great. Not, it's one of those things where like you get like the Nutella bowl or like an acai bowl. It's not great for you, but it's not bad for you. It's it there's it's it's better than getting like a fucking blizzard from Dairy Queen. By the way, um, and s- that's like your opinion, man. Dude, I love a blizzard. Uh-huh. I told you how good that place on 23 is next McFlurry, to um the, the oh, the, pl- you're talking about, you're about the abundant cake. Nothing hard. nothing but cake on 23. Nothing abundant cake. Nothing bunt abundant cake. Abundant bunt. Yeah, 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 you pronounce the D abundant. No, you don't pronounce you know, it's like Armageddon. <laughs> no, no, it's, no, it's, it's not. No, it's, it's, it's bundant. Not. It's bunt. It's bundant. It's like bunt. it's like it's like conduit. It's like Rerudo. R- <laughs> no, who? Bunt. Um, bunt. That place is awesome. It's like pronouncing the H and whip. Why are there all these great dessert places around? There, I know. I I can. Some nights I sit here and I'd be like, I could really go for Dairy Queen right now, and then I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. Bro, it's so it's so weird how like my sweet tooth has really curved itself. Oh, once? genuinely. I, well, so like I've been doing so much research with this dieting shit as far as like what sh- what isn't sugar in, and it's hard. It's when you actually like look at it, it's everywhere. It's it, everywhere. It's in everything. <laughs> Calories. So, that's a gluten. Yeah. So the no the other thing I was <laughs> laughing at was like so I watch a lot of these silly like cooking videos on YouTube because like mm. it helps put me to sleep. And I was watching like a real Italian pizza maker try like fast food American pizza, and every single like, what, like time, a Pizza Hut or Domino's, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Little Caesars, Papa John's. It's not pizza. And then this is this is a guy straight off the boat from Sicily making real fucking oh, margarita pies. Say. He every single time he took a bite, he looked at it and he goes, "Sugar throws it." Yeah, takes a bite, sugar throws it. Sugar throws it. He goes, do, 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 I can't do it, but like, do, you, do like do Americans eat anything that doesn't have sugar in it? Well, that's what's so funny is because the landlord's gone to Europe a bunch of times, and she's like, the, the thing that sucks out like going to England is the food is horrible. Like they, first off, no I mean, one. I need to try full English breakfast when I go. She and, she, and, and blood pudding. She said, uh, she said that's terrible. Fish and chips is always great there. That's like the only meal over there that you can get that isn't awful. Like, hey, uh, for breakfast, um, give me that bread with some beans on it. That's fucking gross for breakfast. No, I'm sorry. Dude, that sounds awesome. That, that sounds looks, ter- dude, Taylor, I've seen English you walk breakfast. out of, I've seen you walk out of the bedroom with a can of beans once <laughs> with a spoon. Bro, don't, I was t- like, bro, don't talk shit about eating beans 
you out look the like, can. You look like Christopher Lloyd in Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Sick reference, bro. <laughs> Dude, I know. I actually have to watch Nobody still with Bob Odenkirk because Christopher Lloyd seen, is I in it. Seen it. Is he really? Yeah, he's, he's like the villain, I guess. Dude, or, I, no, he I, plays I, his father. His I, father, I just sorry. watched Back to the Future the other day, too. Yeah, I could always watch Back to the Future. I could always watch two. I will never put on three. If three's on, I'll, it's on. It's on. I will never it, seek it, out three. If I'm doing all three of them, it, ha- it has to I, I That's one of those trilogies. And generally, I'm like this. Like With the Alien movies, I will watch three in Resurrection. They're not so, good, but I'll watch them. I will not watch it's Back funny, to the Future 3. It's funny. For all the shit that we talk about, Back to the Future 3, like that, like that, sometimes like you adopt things from movies into everyday life. As far as, like, as far as like saying, like sit, what? Sorry. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> Michael J. Fox. Thanks, dude. The movie's a little shaky. Uh, all right. Well, uh, whatever, dude. <laughs> so what do we adopt from back? sounds. Well, no, what, what no, no, no. What, what, like, I can tell you something to get. No, I have some ideas. Like, <laughs> like, like, you know how, uh, like, you know, sometimes you'll hear a quote from a movie and you'll just say it in normal life. Like, sure, yeah. In any situation. Yeah, what do you so mean like, the battery's dead? Right. So it's, like, the suits are kind of fucked up. Yeah. So, like, the one I've been saying for a while now has been, like, you know, if you're doing something, the the point of no return is like 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 make sure you don't pass the windmill sure. from Back to the Future Three. Like like that's you the use only, that in sentence. I, I, I do. Use I wouldn't that, even yes. know that's from Back to the Future Three because I really don't like Back to the Future Three. Well, it's just I just remember because the, sh- the fucking model train that he built to like simulate getting the door in '88 with the fucking steam locomotive. I, I saw. So um, a lot of times when I'm looking for things to talk about in the show, I just go to Twitter's trending subjects. I do right? that too. And I saw a thing today. It was like these two cast members from School of Rock are actually dating. Oh, I like, saw that too. And then I look at. At it and it was the the fat boy and the weird Frankie. Frankie, I then I'm looking at him like holy shit, Frankie is Bobby Bacala Jr. Yes. <laughs> it's Bobby Bobby Jr. He should be in the Many Saints in Newark. Uh, who Bobby? Yeah, why not? No, because Bobby would be a, well, younger than Tony in Many Saints in Newark, but Bobby Senior, the Terminator. I'm, I'm, I'm not listening to what you're saying. Well, get off your phone. No, because because they're saying uh, GTA Six will not come out this year, and I literally just tweeted, "Oh, thanks for telling us what we already knew." Yeah, why well, didn't? Did you really expect GTA Six? Did anyone expect it to come out this year? I, I didn't. I didn't expect GTA Six to come out in the next five. We years. haven't been told a fucking thing. We've heard rumors from it's going to be all of America to it's going to be Vice City to it's going to be a female lead to it's going to be a black lead. So everyone's pissed off. Uh, dude, I, just let it come out. Like, I, I trust I trust whatever it is. We're going to love it. Yeah, what, yeah, whatever Rockstar comes out dude, with is usually great. Do you have I any have fear about GTA not being awesome? No. No. I don't. Like, I, anything Rockstar, like, I trust Rockstar and Naughty Dog to whatever they put out. I'm going to appreciate well, I, oh, So I trust Naughty Dog, uh, Naughty, Naughty, Naughty Dog to do it. But, like, at the same time, I, do they have a studio left after everyone walked out? Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. The whole, I yeah, think. Dude, everybody walked out because of, like, really poor working di- conditions, like, Oh, and you read about 14, what happened on Last 16, of Us too. Yeah, I'm actually convinced bad. I had a huge part to do with the negative reviews because I saw people saying I won't play it because of this. So they went in. It, there's no reason Last of Us Two should have gotten bad reviews. No, no, it right. was people it was still shit on it for. I mean, well, spoiler alert! Like, like, like when Joel dies, people still they were mad about that. that. Like, fuck I, off! If you told me that, bro, that his was, arc was done. Yeah, dude, there was nowhere else for dark. It literally was about his daughter dying and building a relationship again and trusting someone. He's done. Mm-hmm. The and, story is around Ellie, and, that's what and we people were mad about him dying. That you had to play as uh, Abby, and that there was a trans girl in it. People were mad about those things. Fuck off! And it was a trans girl from the OA. Yeah. Our boy, a boy, I think. Yeah, yeah it's boy. a boy. Yeah, trans boy. Excuse me. I dead named her. Now I'm canceled. That's what happens. But um, it really he's, he's really good canceled. in the OA, which should have never gotten canceled either. Jason right. Isaac's That's fucking such rules. A fucking good show. Um, Taylor, you gonna play Resident Evil Village ever? No, nope. <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude. I well, he's trying to play Biohazard. Why don't you watch it or play it? What? Why don't you play it? Because you get scared. No, I'm not gonna play it. 
Why not? Why would, why would I waste my time playing something that makes me scared? He gets scared. Right. Why? why? Why would I want to be terrified in my own fucking home? I'm, 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 I don't give a shit if it rules. It's, it really it's scary. Fair, it's stupid. It's on this one, dumb. it was really only scary for like the first hour. And then the baby thing. The whole oh, bit yeah, giant. That there, was were, there were plenty of times. Hold on. Fuck off. I was in a group chat with you two. I've been in a group chat with you two for a very long time. And there was a few times where you both have texted back and forth. We said, yeah, this this fucking freaked me out. This is terrifying. There was four days straight of you guys saying, this fuck this, so fuck, my, this fuck with my head. This fuck with my head. Okay, let me. The day came. Out there was already a story on how whatever that whatever that that lady with the hat is yeah yeah that the there was, that, that there was already like she's a, thick that there was already like a fucking like mod where she was like sucking dick somewhere dude someone <laughs> actually sent me one it's someone it's someone grabbing her by the hips with like her ass out <laughs> and then she just starts farting <laughs> I'll just send it to you but um so this is the difference though like so when I say like it freaks me out or it freaked you out. I turn the game off and I'm no longer scared. Yeah. You stay scared for like months. There's only the hereditary is the only thing that like stuck with me scared wise in recent memory. There's been things that like creep me out a little bit at night after the fact, but I've been playing Resident Evil so fuck literally when I didn't even connect it. Like we've had conversation about the games you played the most in your life, and for me, it probably is Resident Evil because yeah. the first one I played was the director's cut of the original on PlayStation One, 1997. I was eight years old playing that. Resident and Evil 5 is my favorite because it wasn't scary. and it, Actually, no, that's not true. Resident Evil 4 is my favorite. 4 is scary. Yeah. 5 is not. 5 is an action game. So here's the thing. I, I can get through certain things in a third-person sense. I I don't... F oh, that's not good. What? No, it's... it's oh, yeah, my, 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 my ringtone is fucking The Lost Woods Legend of Zelda. That's my... That's my management company. I'm sorry. All right, Josh, we have to continue the conversation. So we'll continue on Resident Evil. Yeah. Dude, um, you know, uh, one of the, the, the most frightened I've ever been playing a game is um, the first fight with Mia on VR. Oh, dude, I Resident can... Evil 7. Uh, that, that shit when it came out. So I really liked Biohazard, but I thought the third act of it wasn't as good. Like yeah. it came like almost like it became too supernatural out of nowhere. There's a, a really, really. Uh, have you played either of the DLCs? No, I did not touch the DLCs. Uh, the, the Chris DLC is okay. Okay. Uh, the DLC where you're playing is Jack's brother and you're like going yeah, to save I knew that uh, was, Zoe. Yeah. Really fucking good because it's really different. It's like a it's like a fucking beat em up game in first person. Oh, that's uh, pretty so cool. So there's no guns or anything. You're just uh, you're running around and you're fighting the fucking so, uh, the mold monsters. After I beat um, Village the other day, I went on YouTube because I was like, I haven't played through like all the original games in a long time. I was like, I'm just going to and I haven't played all the spinoffs either. I put on like oh, I'm playing the show. I put on um, a video of like the complete umbrella story from the beginning, like 1960 to present day, and it goes through almost every spinoff besides like Dead Aim, the really shitty ones, but Code Veronica, Revelations, um, a couple of the novels, and I'm like, damn, it's crazy when you think about when they started the first Resident Evil. And before they did the remaster, the remaster is where they really started to, on GameCube and they started to put the lore in there yeah. rather than, you know, Umbrella's bad. There was some deep lore that then spun off into three or to four and five and the disaster that was six. And I still can't believe six was ever a thing. Um, I, did, I thought Resident Evil was done after six with how bad it was. Yeah, yeah Resident Evil six was very bad. I, I mean, my thing with six is like, I, like I said to you when we were texting about it, I loved playing it, like the gameplay. The gameplay was great. Yeah, but yeah. Like, 
like, why the fuck are you playing as every character in the history of the fucking universe? Yeah, well, I, that, I, 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 it feels I, so disjointed. I, I, three storylines, three characters. So it, it was it was Chris, Leon, and, and then there was I think either Claire or uh, no, there, it was a no, new, it, it, it was a guy who Claire's turned way. out to be um, um, Wesker's son. Is what it was. See, like that. That's it how was, not memorable the game. Yeah, it was. Like, it was Wesker's son outside of Leon. And the uh, Leon storyline. I liked it when it was like going back to zombies. Like that was cool. And then it just the the tie-ins didn't work. Like Chris had amnesia for some reason and then he suddenly recovered um so the then when they got to biohazard and i think this is probably why taylor liked like four and five more five even more so is because i don't see you you know you're one you're not a horror fan i think i've helped you gain a, a different kind of appreciation for it yes but i think specifically with the type of gamer you are that you don't like survival horror video games because it's a completely different genre because it limits the ammo you have so you never feel like you're about to tear everyone down. I don't need anxiety on top of the stuff. And, I already and like imagine him getting chased by fucking Mr. X in um no. in, in the original Resident Evil Resident Evil Two remake. I got you made me play the Evil Within. Oh, the dude, first dude. one is when you're getting chased by the dude with the chainsaw and you have a Lit. fucked up ankle. Nah, dude, like I'm, dude, Evil uh, Within was awesome. He'd, he'd never make it through the stuff that happens to Ethan. Then, oh no, no, no shot, no shot, dude. It's dude, I, I, it's not even like you. You listen, should just watch the gameplay, the video online, just so you could see like how awesome the story actually is. There, it's awesome. There are two things I'm like I'm deathly afraid of, and that the Dutch. Is, <laughs> is even fucking me. Gold member. No, is like like legit scary movies okay. and roller coasters and you and, and people can literally. I, I've had people tell me like I'm at amusement parks like why are you fucking coming here? So like, what are you being a fucking pussy? I go I am. Yeah. Like, like like literally, I will just say yeah I am. You're and right. See, I'm a bitch and you can call me a bitch all you want. I'll stay right here and I'll wave as you pass well, me by. It's funny because the exact reasons why you hate it so much is why people tend to like it. It's because it's the 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 idea of danger without actually being in danger. It's, you know, roller coasters, obviously, it's a limited level of danger. It's no da more, more dangerous than driving your car. Probably safer than driving your car, realistically. Yes. But it, it's the, you're not in control. Like, when you're driving, realistically, it's like you get afraid of flying. You're way more likely to die in a car accident, a plane crash, yeah, right? This, of course. That's just great. <laughs> but, you're, dude, there's so many. When I hear stories of how some people die, I'm like, that's a dummy. Like, people die jerking off and shit. If that's the, dude, the odds are for me, that's how I'm going to go out. Oh <laughs> like, like, the odds are if, I, if I'm going to die, it's going to be me fucking pulling my pud. All right. So here's something I want to talk about, which is not what you're currently talking about. My pud, uh, yeah. No. Just dying in general. <laughs> um, so I, I, I was going to go into it because I had a tweet about it today. But I want to get the reviews out of the way. Um, and I'm going to lead it off like this. Uh, fuck the unwritten rules of baseball. Fuck the old guard. Yes. Fuck off, dude. I agree with that. I, 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 and and here's, my, here's my reasoning. I, I understand, listen, as far as old school and new school, I think there needs to be a hybrid theory. Rest in peace. And I really think there needs to, we need to come together and figure something out. Because you and I, we weren't heated, but I, I and I understand what oh, you I'm were saying. Oh, I'm down about that now. Now no, no, I don't I, care. I, I, no, I'm saying we weren't even, I'm saying it wasn't even heated. I'm saying like we were debating yeah. what the Mets should have done when Pilar got hit in the face. Mm -hmm. Listen, man, I think what I, I think flat out, I think you're making a bigger statement because one, you're playing the Atlanta Braves sure. on the road. Coming off a bad when you just got swept by the fucking Rays, mm -hmm. a bigger statement than beaming the next guy up because because it was clearly an accident with no ill sure. intention whatsoever to win the game in their home stadium. 
sure. while you're in first place. Mm-hmm. Kick them while they're down, and then take two out of three, win the series. That, to me, speaks more volumes than the next guy that comes up, which is, could be Ozuna, Freddie Freeman, Ronald. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. who it is. And you put a 95-mile-an-hour fastball right in his ass cheek. Yeah. That just doesn't make... Listen, I understand in some circumstances, in some levels, I get where the thought process comes Mm -hmm. from. You hit my guy, fuck you, I'm going to hit your guy. Can we grow up? It's the same... I feel the same way about... I, again, it's personality in the game, but it's, I, it's the same way I feel about bat flipping. It's the same way I feel about people celebrating home runs. It's the same way I feel about that fucking Gutierrez guy who hit a fucking three zero home run that was up that brought yeah, him that's, up to sixteen. That's, that's a non-story to me. It, listen, that that's not an unwritten rule thing. That's if just, you got a guy throwing forty-seven miles an hour in a sanctioned real game that counts, mm-hmm. and you get mad, he swings three zero and hits a home run. Fuck. You do. Uh, I, okay, so I think that's too aggressive, and I. But I also th- there is a level of like you know I, I I'm almost at the point now with how I'm how pissed I am about the pace of the game is that at a 16-4 lead in the eighth, just call the fucking game. I don't give a fuck. I, I dude, the game takes too goddamn long as is because they can't figure out the pace of play. Now, as far as retaliation for something like that. Um, I'm, I am I was pissed off last night. Now I'm more... I, would I be happy if they did it? Yes. Do I think they need to do it? No. But in situations when, like, Noah threw it up, threw behind Utley, when Harvey dusted Utley off, there that is not an unwritten rule. That's a respect for the game thing. And respect your opponent. Well, okay, so... There's a big difference. That's so, not an unwritten no, no, rule. No, 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 no. So here's, here's the difference. It's a completely different situation because Utley made a fucking dirty slide and broke Ruben's, sure. and broke Ruben's leg. And the worst thing that Noah did was throw 99 miles an hour and made sure he didn't hit him. Yeah, just threw behind him. Sent the message. That, to me, warrants every type of response whatsoever. I get that. I'm talking about, like, Polar specifically. Is it shitty he got hit in the nose? 1,000%. Sure. But you, listen, it's the same thing when the guy fucking hit, Michael's, um, hit Michael Stan. Well, yeah. Well, hit, Giancarlo Stan? Yeah, but that's when he, right. Hit Giancarlo Stan in the face when he was Mike in Fires, Florida. yeah. You, the second the ball hits him in the face, everybody's hands go sure. up. Nobody wants to fucking no, see and that. There's been guys that have thrown high and tight. And that as some, um, the guy in the Phillies did it to Estrubo Cabrera the year after he hit the big walk-off. And he threw at his head. Well, and, well that was the same thing when Bryce was a, was, when Bryce was a big fucking guy in, in Washington when he was the next big thing. Cole Hamels took it upon himself to fucking beam him for no reason. Uh, I actually that it, it wasn't for no reason. It that was not. No it was not. It was not for reason. no reason. It, I don't think a rookie should be pimping on a fucking veteran like Cole Hamels. That is part of baseball's tradition. Wow, fuck your tradition. Listen, if you're, you're so if you're so mad about it, pitch better. I I'm not disagreeing with you. I agree you should pitch better, but. There, that this is the thing with baseball and being like like loving the history of baseball is that part of like earning your stripes in the game and becoming one of these like legends and the, the pillars of it is that you played the game a certain way. This I that's what I like about that's why basketball was so funny in the beginning. Like when they were tackling players in the outfield and they're sure. making fun of the celebrations. I don't mind pimping a home run if it's pivotal. If you're pimping a home run up sixteen four, I think you're an asshole because yeah, that, we that, don't disagree. That, that t- tells me that you care more about going viral like Juju Smith. Schuster, who has his own ex-teammates complaining about him now. So that kind of stuff bothers me. 
Bryce Harper, you weren't following it when he came up like I was. You said that you would kind of tune out. I agree. He was pimping guys as a rookie, veterans of the game that earned their World Series rings and earned their place. I will always have an issue with that because you might be out of this league in a fucking year and you're trying to make a highlight out of a guy that was on a Hall of Fame path in Cole Hamels. And hindsight's twenty twenty. But no, you need to have a little respect for the dude. That, that That's his plate. That ain't your plate. That's the pitcher's fucking strike zone. So he, so he, and that's so, part of the mental warfare uh, in baseball that uh, should always be a part of it. So let me argue the other side. I, I, I'm, I'm from a hitter's perspective, not Bryce, because I know we sure. both really, even though I don't have a problem, but I understand, right? So is it Cole Hamill's plate? Sure, I'll give you that, one thousand percent. But as a hitter, doesn't matter if you're a rookie, if you're a ten-year vet. It does. That's your fucking. Nope, plate. it does. No, no, no. Listen to me. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying because the mindset should be. Fuck this guy. He's trying to get me out. I'm trying to score runs. It's literally the polar opposite, and it's what the game is based on. As a hitter, if you want to be good at it, you step up to that plate. Fuck you. Take this plate from me. Have some fucking attitude about it. And also, the other thing, too, that I... That is attitude That is. Right. But what I'm saying is that just shows you're weak as fuck because you can't get me nope, out. So that's you, not so, what it so is. So you'd rather give me first base than try to actually strike you me out being, and get me out. I'm going to tell you, and don't take this personally, you're being a hypocrite right now. Because you tweeted about how you love that Bob Gibson threw at a guy that hit a grand slam. No, because, no, because, because, because it's funny because it's funny in an old-timers game 15 years later. But Bob that, Gibson? That held... It's funny. That Why makes me funny? laugh. Why is it funny? Because he held a grudge. That was something so fucking silly no, in his last fucking it's, start. It's, in an old-timers game that, did not, that, that held no weight. If Andy Pettit did that to someone, it wouldn't be a story. That it's held story. no weight. But Andy Pettit or Bob Gibson? I'm telling you, it wouldn't be a story with Andy Pettit because Bob Gibson was notorious for throwing at people that I showed know him up at the was. plate. I'm, I'm well aware he part, was 50 of, years ago. Part of the mental warfare between a pitcher and a batter is taking away the inside part of the plate. It's, it's a different it, to but crowd the Dan, plate. It's a it's different a, game. And that's why no one watches but, it anymore. I'm saying, You're I'm saying the it was a different game. It. I understand. Listen, I, we, we are, we're saying we're saying similar things but differently because we the, you're right I actually just remembered why no, they no. threw at Bryce Harper please, that cocksucker ran around the bases after hitting a home run going like this oh, to the pitcher oh he did do that don't tell maybe me maybe I didn't know dude it's, it, that's all, the thing because all I remember was Cole Hamels hit him and all he said was all, I, welcome to the big leagues kid yeah he, like, he like came that, up with no respect he came up with zero respect but then, Cole, but then he hit a fucking home run off of him the very next of course, at bat because Bryce is a really really good player right, right, right. he hit a home run off yes. of him at bat he didn't score on the first one net negative it's a, it cancels, each other, it cancels right, yes. each other out. But part of the game is having respect for the guy that can fuck. It's a fear thing. The pitcher, the best pitchers in baseball put the fear of God into the guy at the plate. Dude, when we think about who the best pitchers ever are, would you think any well, of no, them? No, it's, it's imposing your will. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm saying from the opposite perspective as a hitter, I, to me, at least, listen, I, I, I played baseball. I played, and my, my position always when I went up to the plate, doesn't matter what side I was, but when I went up, this is my plate, take it from me. Always, it didn't matter who it was. I'm, but, I'm, I'm just arguing a counterpoint for the sake of having for the sake of having so, a debate. So when you the one thing you said is like you know the rookie, it's his plate too. But this is the thing, and you said that um you know there's no difference between if it's a rookie, if it's a veteran. But even rookies get tighter strike zones. They no, they earn, do. I know they that. They have to get it from umps because that's what to me makes baseball. This, this beautiful original game is because I don't agree with all the unwritten rules, but I agree with earning your place well, in the game. I, I, I have an issue when a majority of the unwritten rules favor the pitcher. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. When, but dude, like, when like, if, say, like, I don't know how many there actually are, but like, say there's 20 of them. There's no actual... Seven, 17 of I'm saying there's not an actual number. I'm saying like, if there's 20 of them, 17 of them are in favor of the pitcher, like, which but, is a little bullshit. I, yeah, that's other, right. Fuck you, Dallas Braden. But no, he was right. He was right. Oh, fuck him. He, dude, no, he was absolutely right. Hold on, wait, explain to me what he said. Hey, no, he didn't say anything. A-Rod was pissed off that oh. he, Dallas Braden was getting owned, and this is a common thing because baseball players are the most superstitious players in the yes, world. Yes, they are, yes. The opponent respects the mound and will not run across the mound. They go around Oh, it. okay. And A-Rod right. took his sweet time because he always liked fucking with young players, and he took a, he, he ran across the mound, and Dallas Braden said, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's the equivalent if he went up and he covered the plate, home plate with dirt. You don't do it. You don't do it. A Rod was a cunt because he was A Rod. That's also one of my favorites when Billy Martin would just, well, instead of kicking it like Lupinel would, he would just pick it up and throw it. In the Dude, I always like the guys that they'll take like the rosin bag like it's a grenade and throw <laughs> yeah. it. But um, there's there's certain things in baseball where I I agree a lot of the unwritten rules are fucking stupid. But I think that part of the um like the showmanship in baseball was like when we pimped on the Phillies and what did Reese Hoskins do to us? Yeah, I he know. took his sweet time and we didn't retaliate. We no, said, no, I'll tell you how we retaliated was fucking Todd Father hitting a two-run home but run we, but, and bat flipping to the fucking and, moon. And, bo- and both teams kind of were like, yeah. local boy. What's, local what? boy. Local boy, Todd Frazier. Did oh, you know yeah, he won yeah. the Little League World Series for Tom's River? Ugh, tired of that story. <laughs> there was just uh, I, I can't. I can't wait till the Mets trade for him at the deadline to play third base. He's a free agent. He got released. Did he? Yeah. It doesn't matter. The Mets will find a way. They'll find a way. Or the Yankees. They're, they're piling up the injuries now too. It's bad. Um. So like, there was a thing, and this is like part of like one of the unwritten rules that's like fun. So it was. I forgot what game it was, but you'll see this happen a couple times a year during the national anthem when it's over. One player for each team will stay on the field standing. Oh, I love that. Thing. And they uh, just the standoff, stand, and they just stare at each other, and they want to see who's going to go back to the dugout first. Oh, dude, the standoff it's, is so. And this funny. one lasted like three minutes. Like usually, it's like thirty to sixty seconds. It was like three, three and a half minutes. I, I I've seen standoffs where like the the like the first base uh, the first base coach would walk out and he would give the guy a helmet because they're about to start, and the umpire goes, "Can we fucking go, please?" Because they're just they're standing on first and third base line and they're not moving. But see, so like when it comes when it comes to, like the whole unwritten rules and things, I think that's part of like. What can make some of the most like historic moments in baseball stand out even more when those tempers can get to a certain point and you get Robin Ventura ch- running at Nolan Ryan and getting put in Nolan a fucking Ryan headlock, kick his fucking, kick ass. His fucking ass, and that's the most autographed Nolan Ryan picture in circulation. When you think about Patriot Patriots, Red Sox, Yankees, and Don Zimmer coming out because there were all these little violations or, I, I, of the unwritten or, rules. Or what about a Veritex glove in A Rod's face? Yeah, dude, when A Rod like, snapped the ball out of it, he broke it. There's no rule that says A-Rod can't smack the ball out of Bronson Arroyo's fucking glove, but he did it. Imagine if there was a rule that said A-Rod can't smack the ball out. Like, like, <laughs> like, or like I mean? no, there's a rule like the uh, opposing player can't smack the ball out of. Like, he, it, it, that is an I unwritten s- rule. I it s- was disrespectful. So, it's... but, but that's, that's, that's what I was talking about earlier today. That's what I loved about A-Rod. Like, afterwards, somebody asked him about it. He goes, oh, I didn't know you couldn't do that. <laughs> no, like, you, but you could. Like, that's what I mean. Like, Dude, the part when he was shouting, I got it, I got it, I got it, and the third baseman lays off and it yeah, fucking falls. Yeah, listen, and I, Actually, I think that's great, but it's dude. <laughs> that I is such that a one. dick move. That to me is like okay. Uh, listen, it it is it isn't a rule, but it's kind of like you dickhead thing. Yeah, no, so, exactly. So what right. are we gonna do? I, that's I like that level of respect where it's like respect me, motherfucker. And if you really want to come, and that's what Noah said to the Royals, I'm sixty feet six inches. No, I, I know. Come that, at yes. me. That's the thing. And you got a fucking bat. 
Unless you're Roger Clemens, you have a broken bat and you think it's the fucking baseball. Listen, man, was in a spot like that, with in a position like that, our ass is in the jackpot. Is dude, it, dude? Oh bullshit, fucking, Tommy! You gotta give us a that's shot. That's the fucking best. Uh, you know, you know, what I played for the guys at work the other day because they like <laughs> Wally Backman. Well, no, even better because literally, uh, I was like telling the guys about like some of the best freakouts, and I showed a couple Billy Martin ones. Yeah, yeah. And then I brought up you know the the infamous Earl Weaver freakout. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. Well, let's go, VR. You fucking two-run home run in the third. Let's nice. go. Cool. Um, I love that. I love the, that we wanted both of them. The, the best, um, fr- the best one I can still think of is Wally Backman, the fucking miners, when he got his guy gets ejected. He walks out. He goes. He goes. He didn't say a goddamn word to you. And he calls him a fucking pipsqueak. Called him a pipsqueak. And then he says to the player that also got ejected, "Let's go back, have a beer." And he's like yeah, talking the whole way out, like set the line up. Dude, Wally's freakouts were so good, and players would run through a fucking wall for him. I whenever you know what's so funny about Billy Martin, and you won't get this, but I think you will, because obviously we got a lot of George Steinbrenner on Seinfeld, and he's talking to George at one point, and Larry David played Steinbrenner. He's okay. the one that did the impression. And he always just saw the back of his head, and he's telling George about all the people he's fired through the years. <laughs> and he's like Dave Winfield, Billy Martin, Joe Torre. Billy Martin. <laughs> he just keeps naming. He names Billy Martin like three times. Dude, like uh, that was one of the things I loved the most about Joe Girardi as a manager is that he was so fucking animated. When oh, he and like out. like when he covered home plate, I fucking lost my shit when he did that. Did you see Girardi almost got into a fight with his own player last night, Gene Segura, and him had to be separated. Really? And yeah, and then in the post game presser, uh, he's like, "We had a um, we had a dugout conversation, and that's all I'm gonna leave it to." And the reporter asked questions like, "I already told you everything you're gonna get, so you can keep asking." and waste my time like he was pissed because it's weird for Segura to be on as many teams as he has for as good he, and the same he's, thing he's with gotta like, be a problem it's but that's the thing like I sometimes I think there's guys that are good players but not good enough to be on a great team like I one of the best examples he led the league in hits like three times he was a Yankee for a while was Starling Castro yeah. good player yeah. but he's been on a bunch of teams like he was really good on the Cubs and the Cubs like we want to win a World Series let's get out of here yeah. Starling so, is darling <sighs> yeah. So yeah, he's terrible. He's, so, he's Sterling is awful. So as as far as like you know unwritten rules, it is what it is. But on the stuff that makes me happy when I watch baseball, stuff that makes me laugh, is Degrom telling Freddie Freeman where to play. Yeah, it's it's funny shit when he's like, oh, he's gonna bunt. And then Freddie moves up, and then he fucking swings away. I wish, fucking I, didn't asshole. Have, I wish I didn't have to hate Freddie Freeman. This is what I said to you, dude. He's literally my second favorite player in like, like outside I, of the Mets. I love that guy. I need, you, I need you. This is just such a, a fucking baseball I thing. I need you to hate him. I, I can't. You can respect him and be like, he's a great player. And when he's done, you get, dude, that's, dude, I had to watch Chipper Jones. I, I understand. I didn't that. call him Chipper until he retired. It was Larry Jones. Well, was, no, I never called him Chipper. So I, I would chant Larry at him, and you always had to respect there's, him. There's, ev- again, so there's every, fuck Freddie everyone in the, in the division can fuck right off. I can, I can see how great of a player Acuna is. Sure. Fuck him. But for some reason, Freddie Freeman. Like I, 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 I love the guy. I, I fucking hate him, and I hope he retires. He's also my I, first baseman in Diamond. And Dynasty. I can't wait till he's not on the Braves next season. That's the hope. He's a free oh, yeah, agent. Please walk. Please go, go the, somewhere else. Oh, he's going to go somewhere else, and Josh is not going to be happy. Oh, he's going to go to the Red Sox. He's going to go to the Red Sox. And that's problematic because they're a year ahead already. And next yeah. season, they're going to be like... Dude, I, 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 if, the Red Sox if, are still really if good fucking, right now. If Hal had half the balls of his father... 
He'd be a Yankee next year. Well, he would say, "No, you're not going I, to I fucking would, Boston." I would Here's say, "How much money I'm going to give?" The Yankees are in on him because they do. That's Voight is a lot like Starlin Castro. He's a good player, but he's not a championship player. Like, like, like he he'll be he'll be like a key player in Kansas City for a couple years. Yeah, he'll be good in like a team that's like a wild card potential. But he is not the guy you want on a team that should be contending for a championship every year. Um, it's just there's and then Freddie like I, I really do hope he goes to another team because I want to root for him badly but as of now I hope everything bad in the game of baseball happens to him you know like, like dude I get I get annoyed it's like I know like from a practical standpoint you hear me say it all the time they don't need these free agents they sure. don't need to go sure, after this sure. guy they don't need to go after that guy but the the big names that they've let just go to other teams over the last year couple of years it's mind blowing to me. Well, to be fair, you know, they like, did just spend three hundred million dollars on Garrett Cole. Yes, so I, I, and I get, and that, they almost lost him to the Angels. I, and I get that. That's but, 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 George would have gotten out of Harper and Machado. George would have gotten one of them. He would have oh, got hundred percent. I don't want to listen to this again. I listened to you and Ralph. No, but here, two, three years no, ago, scream about me and Ralph it. is I'm okay with the, the fact that they didn't. I know that they didn't need him. Ralph will yell and tell you that, that they that, need him. Hold they on, need I was Machado. there when go it get, happened. Go get Machado, you're the you're the fucking Yankees. Go get fucking man with Machado. He's not a number four pitcher. Yeah, James Paxton is a number four. James Paxton is not a number four. Who, who was right? the mindset <laughs> that the Yankees need to do a certain number of things every so often. Yeah, I'm not mad about we them. You know, championship World I'm Series. Not mad about them not <laughs> getting, I'm not mad about them not getting Harper or Machado because they went and they got Stanton. Like, yeah, it was sure. a free agent. Oh, well, actually, that, that's why I would be mad. You actually still got a guy, though. Like, yeah. like, like if, if you did, the thing is, like, if you didn't get anybody, sure. But you yeah. did get a you guy. Got, you had the lead in, MVP. In retrospect, Machado would be the guy. Actually, no, for me, Harper would have been the guy because you have and no left-handed way, power. I, I, all I hear is in a short portion right, talking yes. about this guy and how good he is. Yeah, fine, he's great, but fuck Otani. Oh, fuck, fuck him. you. Why? Fuck him. Why? Because Tanaka told him not to go to the Yankees? Fuck him, too. No, did he really? I yeah. Think that's a part of the rumor is that he was not happy with how he was treated by New Yorkers. Yes. <sighs> no, like, that's... Don't listen to him. Listen to Matsui. Wait, what's wrong with... What's wrong with Otani? He didn't come. They didn't offer no, him No, I'm anything. sure he came. Yes, sure. they did. I'm, I'm, they didn't I'm, offer him what the Angels did. No, they all, Angels offered him a lot more Angels money. Offered, no, like, Yankees like, offered him the most. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. What'd they offer him? Pull it up. All right. Dude, I, I'm, I'm being honest. Like, like the genuine... Like, I understand because Craig and Evan talk about this a lot. That, like, oh, I wish Otani came here. Because, like... Sure. Gen- I mean, he would be an amazing story He's going to be York. a free agent in two years. Yeah, but like, no. Or is he going to be healthy? Is no, my no, question. He's gonna, I love him. He's, I he's, love him. He's going to stay on the West Coast. Um, I mean, I I would hope the Angels. No, I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. No, he's not going to the Dodgers. I don't. Whose contract so. is up in two years? Who's Mookie? No, not Mookie. Not, not who's, Mookie. Who's, who's, who's who's up in two years? What 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 cocksucker just signed with them after they trolled us? Oh, Trevor Bauer. Yeah. So so they're going to bring right, in Otani. So the. Angels offered him you, he's be a uh, fucking 3.25 million. Yankees offered him 3.535 million. Well, how many years for each one? Um, same, same same amount length. of years. Yeah. No incentives in either one. So they offered him slightly more, yeah. and he wanted to stay in the West Coast. That, that honestly, at that point, there's no. The contracts are exactly the same when you think about it. Yeah. Tax wise, you're gonna be. He's getting fucked either way. Right. Especially it's in California, just easier too. to go to fucking Japan at that point. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's a di- listen. Maybe him talking to Tanaka. 
It's different. It's I I don't I trust that. I don't well, trust you know, that he would the, be. They used the money that they were gonna pay Otani to to get Dominguez. So yeah. So, so have you seen this guy? He's a monster. Dude, he's fucking he's, built. He's built like Trout. Yeah. He's, he's no. He's built same. like a linebacker. Yeah. He's he's like a, a real linebacker, not like a judge strong safety slash linebacker. Speaking, built. speaking of Trout, Trout's out two months. I nah, know. I saw. I, I was saw watching that. it last night, and I saw, and I'm like, that's on a hamstring. That's a calf. Two months. This I was. I my friend Jake got really mad at me today. He's a he lives in Los Angeles or in California. He's a huge Angels fan, and he was getting pissed. I'm like, the fucking Angels wait are wasting Trout. He's like, fuck you, they're wasting him. I'm like, yeah, this dude has played in one playoff series. It's He's a waste. Played in one playoff series. Yeah. I'm happy he got paid. He deserves every penny of it. It's it, it, if he gets to play so, in one playoff series, I think about the Mariners wasting Griffey and Ichiro and these players, these great players. The way David Wright was wasted, the way um, uh, oh my god, who the fuck am, I'm, I'm forgetting his fucking name right now. What do you uh, play for? I, I'm forgetting. Oh my god, it's compl- now it's gone from me. Ryan Sandberg on the Cubs, he was fucking right. wasted away. And Matt Kemp, Matt Kemp, uh, he he left the Dodgers too late. Should have won the MVP over cock sucking piece of shit Ryan Braun when he was a fucking stolen base short of a 40 40, mm-hmm. literally. And oh, I hate Ryan Braun. I fucking hate uh, that's another dude. He's on that list. I would punch him. I would punch him if I saw him. He ruined a guy's life because he pissed hot. Literally, guy lost his job, and then he's like admitted, "Yeah, yeah, I, I lied about all that." Fuck you! Yeah. And I love how right after the fact is when all his injuries started piling up. Good fucking riddance. Um, death penalty. Let's talk about it. No, okay. South Carolina. Okay. Have you heard about this? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> South Carolina has just legalized. Um, death by firing squad. A lot of states have actually done that. I know. So if you had to pick, mm-hmm. electric chair, firing squad. I'm not talking about this. <laughs> Firing squad. Quicker. Yeah. I'd watch the Green Mile. I know that shit could go wrong if you don't wet the sponge properly and it's Percy putting well, it the, on you. The electric chair <laughs> is not a thing anywhere anymore. In South it's, Carolina, it's still electric chair. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, I no, no. Sorry. No, it's, it's lethal, lethal injection. injection. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's lethal injection. Yeah. The, the electric I think chair Texas was, is still electric chair. I don't think anybody's electric chair. I'm pretty sure electric I'm chair is banned. La, 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 la. Why, why sure, is this a bad I'm, conversation? I'm pretty sure. I just, it's. You know why. I'm pretty sure electric chair is banned nationally because of how inhumane it is. Yes. I mean, like, all of it is, in theory, inhumane. But, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, I have thoughts, but, like, I don't really have thoughts, if that makes I sense. I know. I just, like, hear that, and I'm like, it, it like, seems crazy like, that... I get it. Like, they killed somebody, so, like, eye for an eye. But at the same time, it's America. Yeah, you know, we're, we're fucking we're fucking founded on uh, you know Killing, not having I, to do bullshit like uh, other countries on do. duels. Like yeah, we were built on dueling. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. We well, should, okay, how well, about that? You know, so here's the thing: if you mutinied in the army in the '40s, firing squad. You, you like literally. I mean, it's it's it, it it's said in the show Band of Brothers, but when you read the actual book Band of Brothers, when they all decided to mutiny against uh, Sobel, and literally th- they sat there and they said, "I ought to have you all shot." They yeah. literally, like, you signed a contract, you, you did all this stuff for your family, you did it for your country, and the second you commit mutiny and go AWOL, you are liable to be killed by firing squad. Granted, that's the 40s, but it's, it's that's fairly recent in, in time. Oh, I mean, when you think about 60 it, that's years not that ago. long ago. No, it's, 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 it's two people ago. It's one, it's one person ago is what it is. Yeah. Um, I want to see if it is legal. The electric chair is legal anywhere. Does anyone? When I ever think of electric, all I think of is Green Mile. Yeah, me too. Um, and that that's and, that is uh, <laughs> the Adams family. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Let's see. Um, no, South Carolina new law makes inmates choose firing squad or electric chair. Wow. That's South Carolina. Yeah, 
So there's still, I wonder like, it, it's weird like how they must do if it's like, it can't be the same old contraption. It's obviously evolved, right? Cause we, no, probably not. Are you kidding me? Well, dude, some wait, first of all, we're the we're one of the only countries in the world still that uses a fax machine. I know. I get faxes at work sometimes. Like there, there's some like like decision makers and companies that they w don't really know how to use email and they'll still like. Oh, do I, fax. I run into it all the time. Like, oh, just fax us over this contract. Yeah, it's dude. like, uh, no, we don't have a fax well, machine. I, I think and you the, give me an email address. I think the go, other oh, part of it oh, is I've heard from what? some old timers. It, it is more secure than email, technically speaking. Yeah. Um, but. I like our fax machine, it, dude. It's old. I'm like, this thing is fucking old. Yeah, because you know why? It's a fax machine. I know. It's like uh, <laughs> I had to send something to the state like two weeks ago, and like I'm on the phone with the guy, and he's like, oh yeah, just uh, this is the fax number. I go, we don't have a fax, and he's I know. like, uh, what? There and I said, what do you mean what? We don't have a fax machine. It's fucking 2020. He's all right. Hold on one second. He puts me on hold for 15 minutes. He goes, okay, I'm gonna have you send it. Uh, to this email address, it wasn't even a state police email address. That's like, weird. Yeah, what I wouldn't have sent it then. What are I'm some just saying, other like, unless safety wise? I, I, I mean, it wasn't not, like you know, we're not. No, it, like it, it, no, it wasn't like detrimental. Like, yeah, no, like it's not like anybody's sensitive information. Got you. Okay, so like, I'm trying to like. There's things obviously that are, that are no longer in use. That if like a, a child, like let's say like a 15 year old even had to use it, like a rotary phone, would they even know how to use a rotary phone? I don't know. Would you know how to use a rotary? Yeah, phone? Yeah, my grandma had one. Would you know how to use one? Yeah, I know how to use it. Okay. I was going to say, because I could see people being like, how do you fucking dial on this? To them, it's not a it's not a pound sign. It's a hashtag. Like, And now you hear on like some menus, press the hash key. I'm like, yeah, I've the heard that before. Fucking pound key forever. I'm like, the hash key? You going to pee? No, no, no I'm good. Sitting up? Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. Like the, the, I saw that. I'm like, firing squad. I'm like, what year is this that we're having debates about what's legal? Um, but, uh, give me the firing squad. Um I, I saw some really cool Larry Flint stuff this week. Okay. So, Taylor, you love the people versus Larry Flint, right? I did. Yes. So, the FBI released this week their old files on Larry Flint mm -hmm. when he was, like, uh, one of their top targets. And some of this shit is fucking crazy. Okay. <laughs> like, let me pull this up. I, I uh, So, Vice, I guess, got a hold of the articles under a Freedom of Information Act. That's how they got it. Um, so, let's see what we have here. Um, okay. So, uh Keat, or what's her name? Uh, Kathy Keaton sued Hustler Magazine. Um, she was the co-founder of uh, Penthouse Magazine in response to a cartoon that falsely suggested she had connected, co contracted a venereal disease from Penthouse's publisher and her longtime partner. The Supreme Court ultimately ruled in her favor. Flynn had tried to argue, to, tried to convince the court to allow him to argue his own case before them, but he was denied, and things turned ugly from there. As the justices wrapped up the hearing, Flint shouted, Fuck this court. You denied me counsel of my choice. I won't be judged by nine assholes and one token cunt. Goddamn motherfuckers. Oh, wow. <laughs> he attempted to open his coat and reveal a t-shirt reading, Fuck this court underneath, but the marshals quickly whisked him out of the courtroom to a side chamber where he was arrested. <laughs> so, uh, in the weeks preceding the Supreme Court hearing in this case, he began sending Supreme Court Justice Sandra, Sandra Day O'Connor a complimentary subscription to Hustler. Oh, wow. <laughs> a list included in the file that detailed the subsequent correspondence noted that O'Connor's secretary wrote back uh, asking Flint to remove the justice from the magazine subscription list. Oh, wow. Flint replied... Fuck you, cunt. I'll take you off Hustler subscription list when you resign from the court. Um, but there's, nice. there's some other crazy things in here. Um, he was trying to put assassinations on people. At one point, he pulled um, a Watchman type scenario here, Josh, and he wanted his wheelchair lined with C4. 
Or no, sorry, not Watchmen. <laughs> Breaking Bad. No, dude. no, dude. No, I was about to say, um, it was in uh, Batman versus Superman. The guy in the wheelchair killed everyone. But yeah, oh, I was at Breaking Bad as well. Jesus. Um, he had a discussion with that. He was putting out um, assassinations on people. Um, he the thing that happened in the movie is that he um, gave up information about an FBI agent selling cocaine. Um, you got yeah, he put out. A one million dollar bounty on Frank Sinatra, Hugh Hefner, and Walter a- a- Annenberg, and another guy. I don't know who these people are. One of them worked for Penthouse. Um, he so, but so he asked these guys to do it. Him and his brother, and then I guess he told them to stop. And then the guy, the assassin, was dead a, a week later uh, from a supposed heart attack. So Larry Flynn, you got to read some. Dude, find the article and just read some of them. This guy. What a legend. <laughs> like, what a fucking psycho. Dude, he's writing to a Supreme Court justice yeah. and sending her a subscription to Hustler. Um, we didn't get to finish talking about the fight. The uh, the main event, uh, Charles Oliveira and Michael Chandler. Yeah. What a fucking war. Yeah, I, I missed it. Dude, I can't believe you fell asleep. I know. Did you wake up and you're like, I fucked up? I woke up and I looked and, and uh, my, uh, my laptop was dead. And I'm like, oh, I missed uh, all of it. You Great. fucked up. Yeah, um, but when I watched it back, uh, it kind of went exactly how I expected it was going to go. You know, I was expecting uh, Oliveira to catch him at some point. Um, and that's kind of what happened, but I was expect- I was expecting more of a submission finish than yeah, well, Olvero finishing him like that. It was most surprising that he survived being rocked so badly. Yeah. It could have well, probably been stopped when well, he was rocked It's actually point. funny because when I looked, I didn't look at the, I didn't look, the first thing, I, I didn't look at like the results. I looked at my bet slip. On uh, yeah, on, yeah. On Fanduel, and I had you know I had uh, I I had Michael Chandler winning both my bets, and yep, of course fucked. there we go. And Tony Ferguson has to retire. Yeah, he, he looks. I mean, I I think maybe give him one more fight and a real step down in competition, like no top ten guy. Yeah, give him some young buck that is like in between that maybe isn't ready to contend yet because he's lost. So he's lost three straight fights, right? Mm-hmm. He's lost eleven straight rounds. That's he bad. lost the three to Darush. He lost the the five to um, uh, Oliveira. Justin, he lost and, five to Gaethje too. And, no, because he, he won the first round against Gaethje, oh, he did. and because you remember he almost knocked him out at the end of the first round. Yeah, Gaethje right. was saved by the bell there. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to see what the next fight's going to be. I think they're going to do Oliveira and Gaethje. Okay. Um, and then the winner of that will fight the winner of Poirier and Connor. That's um, fair. Which is what they want. They want to get paid. Yeah. That's, of that's course. Why fight. not? Um, there, there's a good fight on Saturday that we'll be at Greg's wedding for. I forgot what it is right now. Oh, Cody Garbrandt's fighting. Oh, who um, I, I, dude, here's the thing. He's one of these guys. He's a lot like um, Co- Colby Covington. I hate him, but I love watching him fight. Yeah. I love watching him fight. I was like that with the Diaz brothers forever. I hated them. I loved watching them fight. Right. They were fucking annoying. They, I, the Diaz fans are kind of like Yankee fans where they make you not like the guy because they would say... Um, Nick Diaz doesn't lose fights. He runs out of time because he never got knocked out or submitted. Well, he was always, I, I, no, it's not. Because the other guy ran out of time to knock you out too. And he just won the points. He won the fucking scorecard. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. That was just, it's the same thing every time the Chicago Bears lose. Big Cat tweets, the Bears didn't lose. They just ran out of time. Oh. The can't lose parlay has officially lost. No questions at this time. Dude, what about fucking, uh, I kind of like that there's been like this pushback around the league about Tebow as a tight end. And I get it. It was bound to happen. It was it just crazy that, like, if if Irvine was like, I want him as a backup to show, you know, to be a leader for Justin Lawrence or a third string, but to come in as a tight end, a position he's never played, after he's 20 pounds lighter than his football playing days, and let's be fair, even at his best, he wasn't like a quick twitch guy. He was big and he was quick. Yeah. But he wasn't a quick twitch, like, kind of, like, you need to be at tight end. Yeah. I, he doesn't, I don't think he makes the opening day roster. 
I, I, I'd be shocked if he did. I wouldn't be surprised if he did make the roster. I'll be honest with you. Because uh, it's Tebow and Urban Meyer. Anything can happen. I wouldn't be surprised if he was fucking starting, dude. Come on. Uh, no, I would be surprised if he started. If that, that would if be that ridiculous. that happened, I'd be because of the worst injury or worst bust in NFL history. That would be ridiculous. And you want to talk about immediate backlash? Because, listen, and listen I, I don't like Booger. Whatsoever, as a, especially when he was a sideline reporter, sure, he, he was wasn't terrible. that good. Especially the Booger Mobile was garbage. But as an analyst, he you know he's he's fairly efficient he knows, he knows at what he, at what he, what he does. He he's fairly he's efficient, and he made he made the best point. He goes, "Why do we keep this guy hasn't played football in nine years, and yet Kaepernick can't even get a phone call?" Like yeah, that's it, what's it, crazy. No, and, and, and for and, another and, position, and, and it's and it's he's and it's not even like a race thing. It's just the truth. Yeah, it's like why can't like I don't like the argument that I've seen because I actually saw a bunch of these right wing pundits um, after Tebow got signed actually say I think uh, Ben Shapiro was one of them tweeted it is like Tebow got signed because he can throw a football and Kaepernick can't. Bitch, he got signed as a tight end. You want, you want to, you, like, I, I need, I need Ben Shapiro to go away forever. It's, dude, I when I heard him on Rogan talking about, it, he's like, you know, uh, Colin Kaepernick was benched for um, uh, Blaine Gabbert, terrible quarterback. Nope, he was injured. That's why Blaine Gabbert started. And the Thank second you. he got healthy, who started? And you got to, and you got to look at the last, the last season Kaepernick was actually starting in the league. He had nothing to work with, and he was a very good quarterback. Yeah, he he threw for slightly over three thousand yards, sixteen touchdowns, four picks, rushed for another five. Yes, completion percentage in 68 percent, which it's is higher good. than Tebow at his best could ever do it's yeah. a, you can't tell me that one wasn't a better pass dude he carried a team that he took over halfway through the season to the super from a Bowl. very good quarterback himself from, yes and it, it's i'm just tired of people saying it's because he sucked if you if you want to actually make the argument to me that the coaches and front offices feared he'd be a distraction i will hear that argument but i don't like when you try to tell me it's because he sucked he did not suck bad enough that fucking blake bortles is on dude, another team dude, and kaepernick want, hasn't been on one since dude, you, you want to talk about colin kaepernick sucking do me a favor. Watch the playoff game against Green Bay and tell me he sucks. Oh, dude. I mean, listen, tell me that man did, sucks. Did, please. Did, did the league catch up to him a little bit? Sure. It happens to all the young quarterbacks. Well, especially well, especially a guy that's mobile. Yeah, of Once you figure out a mobile quarterback, I, I it's just, not that hard. I, it's not a big deal. I will. You will show me your football stupidity by saying that he is out of the league just because he sucked. I'm not saying that he should be a starter on a team. And if your argument is that a backup shouldn't be a distraction, that's a fair argument. Tim Tebow is a distraction everywhere just because of the media presence. Well, Any so, extra media is a distraction, period. So, so here's the period. thing. I, I don't want to say he was a distraction in Denver. The only place he wasn't a distraction. And even in Florida. I would say he for, wasn't a distraction in, Tam, in Denver because he was the guy. He, he was supposed to he be the guy. He was the guy. Same thing in Florida. He was the guy. He was the, he was the guy that got him there. He was the guy to help, uh, help him win a playoff game. All these different things, right? Yeah. The fact that they had a press conference for a backup quarterback – Jets gonna jet, dude. Dude, like, and then especially they, at the especially the Jets trade for him. It, it's dude, a bigger it was circus a bi- anyway. It was a bigger pre offseason story about the Jets that he ran with his shirt off in the rain than anything he did in his time at, uh, on the practice but field. It, but, or, it, but, the, but that goes into New York media of in course, general. Of course. Like like how much you know how fucking annoying that can't wait Bart Scott bullshit oh. was oh. for a week before the AFC title game. It still is. Can't you put wait. on these shows, all you hear, if I, and I actually think he's pretty good on the radio. He's one of the few guys on ESPN radio that's good. I actually like Bart. Bart's cool. But because ESPN is good, he was not that great on WFAN. Well, to be oh, fair, he got, he got, good he got, he got really good end, at the no, end. He was better. I'm oh, saying no, he, he wasn't, he wasn't well, he, great. He wasn't a radio guy. He had never done radio, and he was coming in with two seasoned vets and Carlin and Maggie, and they kind of had to po- Carlin coach. Stunk. Carlin stinks. Yeah, he's a yes. nice, he's a really nice guy. Probably a good stinks. producer. He's he's a good like 
he, he's a good guy to fill in. He, he's good for overnight because he's a little slapsticky, keep you awake. Yeah. But he, he's a really nice guy. But he was brought along, and by the end, he, he I, I appreciated the fact that Bart Scott learned baseball because he's like, I don't Try. know anything about it. And then he actually, if you listen to him now, his show, I don't remember who he does it with, but I'll put it on in between commercials. It's actually not bad. I, I was impressed by it um, during football season. It's really good. Rex calls in. But everyone else, I can't believe how bad when I put on ESPN radio, it gets worse and worse. Like, uh, And I have to hear that cocksucker, Peter Rosenberg. And this is what, so A&E's been doing the biography series of wrestlers, right? It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. First episode, Stone Cold, phenomenal. Second episode, even better, Roddy Piper. Better than the Stone Cold one because I knew most of the Stone Cold stuff already. But the Roddy stuff had all kinds of cool shit in there. Yeah. Third episode is Macho Man, and I should love it, okay. and I fucking hated it. Peter Rosenberg and Bubba the Love Sponge got more camera time than Hulk Hogan. Bubba the Love Sponge. It was a total hit job on Macho Man. And then Peter Rosenberg closed out the fucking thing with one of the most asinine wrestling statements I've ever heard. When you think about it, Macho Man only had a seven-year run. Motherfucker was around from 84 to 2004. His family is wrestling loyalty, royalty. He only had a seven-year run. He went from top one of the top guys, number two in WWE or WWF at the time, to one of the top guys in WCW at the peak of the Monday Night Wars. He was in fucking Spider-Man. You're going to tell me it was a seven-year run? Fuck yeah, you. Dude, dude, bone saws, Randy. Dude, but... <laughs> what uh, are you doing up there? That one sucked. The Booker T one is phenomenal. And they ju I heard the one that just came out this week is Shawn Michaels, and it's the best one so far. And you get, actually, apparently Vince McMahon admits finally that Bret Hart beat him up after the screw job. He's always kind of denied it. Yeah. And uh, he's like, no, he beat the shit out of me. <laughs> it, it, the story was, didn't happen, then it was just one punch. Because if you ever watched the documentary, Wrestling with Shadows, no, no, about I, I Bret... i where he says, yeah, I cocked back and I hit him as hard as I and could And you see time. Vince walk out looking like he just got rocked. But he always kind of died. It was one punch, whatever. The Shawn Michaels one is supposed to be amazing. And then Dark Side of the Ring started up recently. Um, Two-part Brian Pillman episode. Yeah. Sensational. The Nick Gage episode, I did not like as much because I am I am not a fan of deathmatch wrestling. I For me, it's too much. It's a little too much. A little too gimmicky. It's too... Dude, I mean, they, they go into... Because Gage is the one that wrestled David Arquette like a year and a half ago and yeah. cut David Arquette's neck open. Yeah. And he had to like, run. I respected the fact that Arquette's like, I'm going to try this again. Cause I want, he's like, I want to earn the, it wasn't my decision to be champion. It wasn't in WCW. Right. I want to, I want to earn the fan of uh, respective wrestling fans. And just something happened and Nick Gage cut his neck open. And I mean, but you, it's crazy to see what that deathmatch wrestling can be like. It's fucking vile. Yeah. It makes ECW look like pussy shit. Yeah, it does. It's but um, you guys got anything else? No, man, I'm good. All right, guys, this is episode 148 of You Watch It. Nice. Of You Watch I Listen. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll wait to listen. The movie pick for this week is Army of the Dead. And the album pick is Jake Cole's 2014 Four Shows Back. All right, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace out, Jizzbongs.